Our it's demographic is huge. Like you could be Asian, Puerto Rican, <laughs> Japanese. It doesn't whoa, matter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we hit the, everything. We got the Team Mom audience, dude. We're bringing what? in. We got Team fucking, Mom. Suck it. We even got Trump supporters. <laughs> uh, after all the Trump, show. Hillary, Gary Johnson, and Jill. We got, we're, we're hitting everything. God yeah, damn. Yeah. Could we I, be more progressive? I feel like. We, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen up, scoop. Close to your host with the most, Chris Smith. As he boasts, we toast as we roast any little problem, and we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hits you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me? Adney, your baby's dad, me spitting comedy magically. Scoring all your comic book wannabes, you're gonna be hit with the hook. I'll turn your face into a tragedy. Stevie B with the chemistry, dropping recipes and melodies, restlessly, especially using dark humor as his weaponry. Mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity, no empathy, discredibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily. We are. So fucking PC, we are motherfucking PC. The alcohol, the cast that Neo, we are motherfucking PC. We're progressive, guys. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, super, super progressives. You tell all those uh, chicks with dicks and shit that <laughs> we're all about. You, you all those, those transsexuals. Fucking, you tell them chinks out in China, we progressive over here. <laughs> they, need to quit, they need to send back these jobs, you know. We be progressive. Send back these jobs. <laughs> this is the Alcoholicast. We are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To my right, I got... Dr. Dadney, PhD. And to the left, Stevie August Borghese. And this one is going to be a special shout out. So we're only going to do one because it needs to be special. It's deserved. And it needs to be resonate with everybody. Someone who's over there fighting. Fighting for a lot. Fucking fight. <laughs> he's fighting. He's fucking attacking. You know what I mean? Over in Germany. No, that's cool. Oh, yeah, you fighting. He's keeping those, no, he's keeping those goddamn krauts in check. <laughs> that's right. Because... Lord knows if you leave those fuckers alone for five fucking minutes, they start another world war. <laughs> That's, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. And I, I, I can see him fucking like trying to get directions out there and no one's listening. He goes, listen, you're going to take your finger looking fucking finger and you're going to point finger. out on here. This here <laughs> wiener stitchel yeah, looking finger. Wiener stitchel looking finger. You're going to point out on this here map where the close McDonald's is. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that other crowd over here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but this shout out has to go to our boy. What was his uh oh, Ryan Ryan King. King. To the Ryan guy to oh. the fucking <laughs> Ryan King 98 Fucking Grind King Oh man So Grind King is our buddy Danny who's in the National Guard Daniel Acuna But he Acuna. is in Germany right now and his phone doesn't That's work a wonderful phrase. <laughs> So when he hit us up through the chat it wasn't his number and it was his email and his email happens to be stupid grind king so <laughs> he said he made it like 1998 <laughs> oh you don't want to know like, my damn, email bro fucking 18 years with just straight grind know king man that's <laughs> awesome right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it you want to know mine money. guess it uh, the real nigga. Yeah, stupid. I, know. <laughs> I made it when I was like 14. I was having an identity crisis, all that good stuff. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I'm I can really see it. <laughs> I can see but it. I thought I was Jamaica. You're all Jamaica. But, not. dude, no, no, no. Stevie's takes the fucking cake. Mine's the one. Hide, oh, hide my shadows. No, no, hide, hide my shadows. Hide <laughs> underscore my underscore shadows. <laughs> Don't say the next part. 
You probably have one Yahoo. Yahoo? On too. A Yahoo? How's that bad? You're about to get hit up. So they're never gonna figure out his password. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> oh, my password's super gay. They, they can still no, They can spam you now. They just and they just you know they think for a second like hey, what's the most emo fucking password ever? Oh, scene. Boom. Nailed it. No. Scene one two. Scene the scene. Black my eyes. Black my eyes. Six six six. <laughs> But yeah, my, mine's pretty bad. Hide my shadows. I made it in eighth grade. And all, other one, the other my one, my first one, Hollows, Hollows Christmas. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> when I give this out like professional situation, what's your email? Such I'm a like, piece of shit. Like, what's your email? And I get hella close. I'm like, <clears throat> hide. Dude, you, wait, yeah. hold the fuck on. You still use that email? You give that email to people? What you give you out doing? the real nick? No! I have one that's not the real nick! But you know, I have a professional oh, write email. This down, homeboy. There's two separate ones. You might write this down. The real nick. That's the best <laughs> job ever, homeboy. All one word. The real nick. Hold write that no down. no way I would like, put that on business cards. At gangster.com. At fucking... <laughs> no, it'd be at Jamaica.com, uh, obviously. God, get it straight. At World Star, homeboy. <laughs> so we wanted to do something a little bit different this go around. That was a shout out. It wasn't much of a shout out, unfortunately. These guys are just busting. Well, our jokes. friend Danny's in Germany. He's in uh, Germany. He's going to Kuwait. He might be going to Iraq. We're not sure. Your rack, your mom's rack. He fangs everybody's mother. He's a good guy. But um How yeah. long is he gone for again? Do you remember? 17 I think it's like years. 17 years. Wow. Yeah, he, he really yeah. made a sweet he commitment. Signed a huge contract. Huge contract. They Bigger money him, than UFC, Well, apparently. they promised him all <laughs> the Middle Eastern pussy he can get. So he's like, all right, I'll do 17. 17 oh, years God. is cool. They're going to be so crunchy. But he got ripped easy. off because yeah. that only cost like 30 bucks of taxpayers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he signed in the Middle East, too. They, they basically, they were saying, we'll give you 78 women and then, or 78 virgins. 72, and he didn't I realize thought. it was after he died. 72. So he's kind of fucked up. No, that's up. for them if you're, no. Oh. He gets 78. He gets because and they're like fuck you people of this country <laughs> our boy gets an extra six so oh, we're kind of better than you so shout out to Danny and don't get shot please knock on wood Danny's not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> not, at Danny knock on your wood grind king you know what I'm saying <laughs> superstitions grind king <laughs> Idris Elba, you should have been on the show. You should have played Luke Cage because you have a hog that's made of gold. Idris Elba, Idris Elba, why couldn't you have been born here in America? Answer me that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have that beautiful accent. You're hogged out though. As, hogged. as much as oh, I you would, know he's hogged. As much oh. as I would love you just help in anything, like I do love it. They, that uh, Michael Coulter who plays Luke Cage. I think it was great. Oh my god, great I, thought, I thought he was. Oh, they all look alike, right? <laughs> all superheroes look alike. Huh? All superheroes, bro. Shit, Chris, I think you're the racist. Okay, I think we learned something about Chris. <laughs> we, I think we learned something about ourselves Trump, today. You Trump, know Trump. <laughs> Somebody make that into a song. <laughs> Trump, 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 Trump. Take it to the head. Take it to the chump. Oh shit! Fuck those dirty beaters. <laughs> I saw just some video where some guy, a bunch of guys were yelling that at God. Trump rally. Uh, anyways, Luke Cage, this uh, next installment of the Marvel Netflix series has come out. Um, and it's fucking pretty awesome, gotta say. Um, <laughs> Did I've you not... power through it already? Oh, yeah, I watched, all, I watched the whole thing. Uh, Is it 10 episodes or what? It's 13. Oh, wow. Is it an hour? I yeah. came home at oh, wow. He's a hell late, and I was like, you have work tomorrow? He's like, nope. 
Just sat on the couch, <laughs> eat, eat hot Cheetos with a puppy in one arm, <laughs> watching Luke Cage. <laughs> what are you doing? Living the dream? Living the dream, seriously. I was about to say, minding my own fucking business. <laughs> but you said it perfect. You said it perfect. Living the dream, Oh, I really like the show. Um, I don't rank it ahead of Jessica Jones. I still think Jessica Jones is the best uh, superhero television show. In the world? Sorry, what, in the what world? Was, what was that? <laughs> what they, when they post that live picture, is are they sick of Kristen Reed? Uh, Ritter? Yeah, Ritter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think she just called in to fuck with them. But, like, the picture looked like Michael Coulter, who plays Luke, and whoever was doing the interview with him was just so sick of Kristen Ritter's shit. <laughs> Stop fucking with us. We're trying to do a thing. <laughs> but they are, like, they're, like, have a great fucking little, like, a uh, working relationship. That's because, awesome. Uh, That's really cool. He was introduced on Jessica Jones. When you first meet him, he's in a few episodes and disappears. And uh, ends up moving to Harlem where the show Luke Cage takes place. That's awesome. They fucking gave him his own show. That's so fucking And cool. it's... Punisher's coming, too. Now, has yeah. Punisher been in uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Just Cage? Just Daredevil. Daredevil. Daredevil season two. We got the uh, Punisher and. Does Jessica Jones live in the same world as Daredevil? No, Marvel. Yep. Wait, I thought it was DC yep. and Marvel. No, no. Daredevil's no, Marvel. These are all Marvel. Oh, so, so they're Marvel. all gonna. All the eventually shows are, they're gonna interweave. All yeah? The, yeah, all the Netflix ones. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Are all connected? They all also exist in the same oh, universe as the Marvel movies. Wow. They talk everything that happened in the Marvel movies. Oh, just movies. the Flash ones. The only one DC. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my bad. That's like uh, the, like DC has like. That's what's, that's what's funny is only Marvel has their shows being produced by Netflix. DC has their shows being produced by CBS and the CW. Yeah. They have uh, Flash, Supergirl, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Gotham. You watched all of them? Except Gotham. You said Gotham I've been actually sucked, looking right? at that Legends of Tomorrow. If you download the CW app, you can literally watch them for free. Oh, nice. I'm pretty sure. That's I cool. haven't seen any Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I just I haven't like felt like putting time aside to do it um arrow i liked the first two seasons even uh but and then the third season was just absolutely fucking horrible and i had to quit um gotham i only gave it a couple episodes and i just kind of like yeah i don't like how it. they did the joke we talked about that how the joker is like he was born evil instead of like batman created Not, like him. all they did that with like all the villains like they, they they did an interesting thing with the penguin and the little kid that plays bruce and the guy who plays alfred that was interesting but like that's it um, and then, like, The Flash, though, I've watched the first two seasons, and it's really well done. Supergirl, I really liked. All those DC shows, though, are, like, super cheesy, and at the end of the day, they're network television, so they have network television, yeah. like, feels to them. And they can go way darker with the Marvel, right? That's, like, the whole thing you were saying. That's Jessica what, Jones yeah, that's what's is, like, funny. the darkest thing. <laughs> Jessica Jones is the darkest thing they've ever that Marvel's, done. Marvel's that Marvel's ever done, done. Right? That's what's funny is, like, DC, the movie's get shit for being too dark and the Marvel movies get shit for not being dark enough and being for being too like, oh, you make your movie for kids and then their TV shows are the fucking opposite. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. The, I didn't but, realize uh, um, but still, like, the, the Flash is definitely the best DC show. It's, it's Flash is really fucking good and it's so heartfelt. It'll make you tear up. It's Like, the storylines, especially in season one, are incredible. Um, and then of course Marvel has their shows. It has like it started off with Daredevil, which was fucking fantastic, so fucking awesome, so good. And then right after that, it did um, like it's like all right, we're gonna do Daredevil season two and Jessica Jones. And you have like and then after that, they're like, okay, well now we're gonna do fucking. I was just making sure that it was free, but yeah, everything on the CW app is fucking free. It's fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Fucking all you have cool. to do and is then, download the app. Then Sorry, like man. okay, now we're gonna do Luke Cage, and next we're gonna do Iron Fist. 
and all four of those different main characters are going to converge into our own little mini Avengers oh, so on a show called The Defenders. And what's cool is like all they like the entire like season um, of each one of these shows, they talk about characters and they mention things about the other shows. There's one character that's in all all the shows um, played by Rosario Dawson. She plays the night nurse, and she's she's a nurse, obviously, and she helps all one of the characters whenever they get hurt. And, like, she'll talk about, like, oh, because um, Daredevil, when he's not daredeviling, is a lawyer. And he, she mentions over and over again to Luke Cage in the show, like... A blind I have, lawyer, huh? She's like, like, I have... So he gets that sympathy factor, dude. <laughs> and he's a, he's a public defender, so he, like, he like does a oh, lot of, like, pro bono work. Yeah. Um, she like mentions I have a lawyer friend to both Jessica Jones. Mm. She tells Jessica Jones that she tells Luke Cage that like I have a lawyer friend that kind of thing. And she talks about Jessica Jones about how because that's how she met Luke Cage is through Jessica Jones. And she connects everything together. And like she, there's all these mentions of other people. There's mentions of the bad guys from the other shows and this shit. Like it's all connected. That's epic. No, and that's it's perfect. so fucking cool. It wouldn't be able to happen on network TV. It's that's why I'm so happy that Netflix was able to pick Dude, shows up like that up. We've been supporters of the Netflix since the beginning <laughs> of the show. They Netflix, can't miss. Netflix, Netflix they done? name one bad even... thing. Name one bad project that they've done. Dude, Don't worry, I'll wait. Stranger Things was the worst show ever. Uh, <laughs> like even their documentaries are good. No, that's uh, mostly uh, what I watch now, uh, dude. Well, did no. you see the Amanda Knox one that just yeah. came out? Yeah. Why the fuck did you watch? <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> That's my shit. How the fuck Dude, because it's Netflix. They're just too good. Dude, Dude too the new good. Amanda Knox documentary is fucking phenomenal. Really good. Really well done. And it was a huge thing at the time. And her Italy. brother did it. Okay, okay. It, we're, we're going to go down the rabbit in hole. Italy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, Luke, but why did you bring up Luke Cage? Uh, yeah, I didn't know <laughs> you fucking around with that. <laughs> it's funny because um, Luke Cage, it's a, it's a fucking superhero show, but it stars... A black man living in Harlem, and they did a, the smart. A what? A black man? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they, did a, they did the smart thing, and like the vast majority what of a, the cast a. is. Look at how high. Got a white guy teaching a fucking black culture class. That's some bullshit Ain't right that here. This popcorn player. Popcorn player. Speaking oh. of Method Man, he's in Luke Cage. Oh, oh no way. He has, yeah, dude, he has a cameo at the very end of the season. He's hanging out. He's in Harlem. He's in a liquor store talking to the guy who owns the place. And then some two fucking idiots come in and try to rob the place. And they're holding him at gunpoint. And he's just like, fuck. And then Luke Cage sees it. And he just fucking walks right in and fucking just slaps. The, like, he barely taps the motherfuckers on the head. And they get knocked the fuck out. Because mm-hmm. he has super strength and shit. And he's careful. He's a nice guy. <laughs> And then he like sees Method Man and he like acknowledges like holy shit and everything and like like Method Man looks at him he's all it's you huh you're Luke Cage and he goes yeah nah man it's you mm-hmm. and they fucking you know have like this moment and then one of my favorite parts of the entire season is um, right after that Meth- it shows Method Man because he plays himself in the show and he's on he's at a radio show and he's talking about oh I met Luke Cage because everyone's talking about Luke Cage it's this huge thing he's like nah man he's blah 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 and like and like he's fucking awesome I know they're trying to make him out to be this fucking bad guy they're trying to make him out to be a thug and like he's this fucking you know monster he's a menace all that stuff nah he's real he's good people everyone in Harlem respects this guy he's fighting for the little guy that kind of thing and I met him tells the story awesome. and then he, he writes a song and he sings the song on the show I actually recorded it it's like a uh, it's like a minute and a half long play it oh, fuck yeah let's play it we can play just because we're not on YouTube. If we're on YouTube, we won't be able to play shit. Um, side note, real fast while you bring that up, I think Method Man was one of the first 
rapper turned actors to do it successfully that didn't oh, yeah. have some just like shitty role yeah. just like oh no you're just gonna be a rapper he actually was the lead in a movie and held his fucking ground with actors and then went back to rapping in one of the biggest and most influential hip-hop groups ever which is wu-tang so you gotta get he was in wu-tang yeah he was in wu-tang well, I they had, dude yeah i met the man i love dude i love him how high i can quote you almost at home yeah that's dude. pretty impressive it's yeah. one of my favorite fucking movies you would think ever. it'd be my favorite i'm too, a ghost yeah. ghost ghost ghost, ghost. <laughs> dude, i like, fucking yeah, love that like you have like like ice t who he's not a great actor he's like, not he's just there to be he's there, there in special huh. victims unit and he's just john mulvaney does a great does a great fucking bit about him in that show <laughs> and then like Ice Cube became a silly fucking kind of thing Tupac and, was a great actor dude. but but you gotta give Ice Cube some credit though cause he wrote yeah, those he movies wrote dude, he and wrote, now he's, yeah. he's getting back and like he's great in 21 Jump Street <laughs> yeah he is Hell, he, he is, is yeah. and, Jump like, Street, and then yeah. you got like Common who oh yeah Common. Common is like great at like not trying to steal screen time he'll be exactly. like no I'm just happy to be in this movie I'm gonna play my part the way I want to play it I'm not gonna try and fucking steal the show I'm just gonna add gravitas to the scene fuck is it February he's black appreciation right here <laughs> no he's it's a rapper Common's in a movie to where he, he has an accent I guess but he didn't play it too well like the accent was a really? little too much yeah I, can't I think I know movie which one you're talking they're, about they're trying to get him maybe the movie's called like Blocks or something like that. this guy basically he was oh. it's something I can't remember it has something he's way like, better at playing a character it's with like quite it's called intensity like, yeah it's like 21 blocks or something like that to where I don't I I'm just I'm making shit up I don't know I'm paraphrasing but he basically there he's a witness in a fucking murder blocks. 16 blocks the witness mm. in a murder and they're trying to get him block to block without him being killed because he's being attacked and I guess he does a good job with just the accent that sounds like a Keanu Reeves movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so this is the uh, song uh, he's like yeah I wrote a song in dedication to Luke Cage so, alright sing it for us sing so it for us cool, he's like alright I'll sing it I'll sing it Sway, man. I can't even describe it, man. The, the situation was crazy, bruh. If I was a gorilla, I would say it was bananas, bitch. For real, the man just, he just took over the whole situation, God. Listen, man, it is what it is. Can't understand a man if you ain't live what he lived. Roaches in the crib ain't got no food up in the fridge. Plus the crime running rampant and it's screwing up the kids. Sway, yeah, man, what kind of paradise is this? I just want my 40 acres and some cash on the wrist. Snakes is trying to gather in the pit Where you get the cotton now Plucking ashes off the clip Off the rip Now a challenger exists And he bulletproof Shoot the kind of caliber is this Got thugs in the store With the barrel on your lips Saying nifty out the jaw Before he pound you with the grip Lord Who the call when no one obeys the law And there ain't no Iron Man That can come and save the song Power to the people And Luke Cage the cause And the cops got it wrong We don't think Cage involved Look, dog, a hero never had one. Already took Malcolm and Martin. This is the last one. I beg your pardon, somebody pulling a fast one. Now we got a hero for hiring. He a black one. And bullet hole hoodies in the fast yard. We in home of paradise, delicate done. That I'm about to trade the mic for a magnum. Give up my life for trade Vaughn to have one. Cheer, cause this is bulletproof love. And you already know what a bulletproof does. So you can take it from a bulletproof dog. The hood got his back, dog. Bulletproof love. Blood thicker than mud And who am I to judge if you get a gun in the club Cause you already know what a bulletproof does When the hood got your back door Bulletproof slugs Yeah, shout out to Pop, R.I.P. my brother the streets is crazy nowadays People say we don't need another hero But now we got one Whether you like it or not Luke Cage, please believe it sir The streets got your back You already bulletproof love, baby 
Dude, that's awesome. I, I, I want to watch the show now hella bad. I kind of want to watch Jessica Jones first to kind of comprehend. So you, to meet what, him, just yeah, to meet yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And Jessica Jones is just an amazing show. But um, what's crazy is he, he, like, uh, he never gets a costume in the show. Luke? Uh, yeah. And like he usually just wears hoodies to try and like hide his identity. And like you get that whole thing of it's a black man in a, in a hoodie. Yeah. And how often has that ended badly? Right. And but he but here's this but was different because he's bulletproof. And no matter how many times he gets shot, he's love. still there. And it's like this really strong message that it's trying to send. And it does get a, it does get political. It's not afraid. It doesn't ever say like Black Lives Matter. It doesn't say anything like that. It just talks about how like there is there is some like um when it comes to certain neighborhoods it's just all about the police versus the fucking people and it's just this really like instead hard of police line protecting them. and like the police get rough when they feel intimidated and uh that's what the last part at the end of the line of the season there is a story like the storyline turns into the police are so afraid because they feel power they're so afraid of for their safety that they're going over like way fucking beyond in their brutality. Well, that's what's making it even worse. That's what making these making even these the Black Lives Matter protests, everything like that, is that police officers are afraid, and so they. Yeah, that's they, always their defense. Is oh, you're looking out for their lives. It's like, well, you're so so that doesn't give you the right to just murder people who didn't deserve because to be murdered. you're scared. Yeah, like uh, like I think your job so is to control up. the situation, and you're. And it should be to protect people as a whole and not just be ready to kill everyone. Like, so many people have died. It's like, that is that like, okay, so it's fucking selling cigarettes outside of store. Is that worth the death penalty? I think that's the more important question to ask. But, anyways, like, this, because the show talks about that, because the show is about, like, it's a predominantly black neighborhood, what they go through and all that kind of thing. That you you just know that there's going to be people who are going to, like, yeah, I don't feel like watching it. No, I don't want to fucking give it a chance. And then, of course, there's going to be some people like, fuck that fucking bullshit. But uh, on Twitter and shit, there were some people who were like sarcastically calling it out ahead of time. Like people who, oh, were, like, who were basically mocking racist people like, oh my God. Because there are those fucking white people Extremist out there white that are people. like, oh my God, fucking you guys are just doing diversity for diversity's sake. And they get all like fucking outraged. And Up everything. in arms. I want to comment up on what you said. Up in hoods and shit. Oh, yeah, up in hoods. About um, there being cop versus blacks within the Harlem community. There was this guy named Michael Woods that came on the Joe Rogan experience. And his captains, like he was a cop. He was a Baltimore cop. Mm-hmm. And his captains would tell him specifically to go to certain areas because there were pockets of black people there. And to be on guard, be ready to shoot, be ready to fucking go out there and do something. And it was kind of like what you're suggesting, what the show is suggesting, that it was a cops versus blacks thing instead, instead of, of blocks four. with or yeah, yeah, or like, for. yeah. for the community. Yeah, like, yeah. That's the whole thing. Cops are there to protect. They're not there to. <laughs> but that was their revenue. Like that's how they would make their yeah. their nut or whatever. Yeah, Here's yeah, the yeah. thing: is like uh, like a lot of like media will try and tell you it's white cops versus black people, and that's not really what it is because. And the show does a really good job of showing you that the cops aren't just white. Most of the cops are black, but it's not as so much a thing as like oh, it's a bunch of white cops who just hate black people because they're white. No, it's because in real life, when you're being trained and like the stop and frisk laws are a perfect example of like, let's target non-white people because they're most likely to have marijuana and shit, which is a, as we all know, is not a fucking harmful drug. But since like, 
like a uh, uh, fucking black and Hispanic people are so likely to have it, like target them and shit. Yeah. And the show does a good job of that, of like, we're all cops, so we're all on one side and they're backing each other no matter what, no matter what happens. And it even shows a black cop beating up a young black kid in the interrogation room because his partner got killed. Mm. And he thinks that this young black kid has some information. And it's showing you that these, these the cops are overstepping their boundaries because they're afraid and why that's not okay. And it's like like you're that's not your job. Like you're not supposed to just brutalize people. It's play it by the fucking book. And um, so people on Twitter, did you now was this like just the, people calling it out? Did it actually happen? Is what I'm wondering. Yeah, like, there did are you people, get there are there, yes. are there are people out there who are like uh, they're upset. What they're upset about is oh my god, here we go again. Yeah. You're just targeting Black Lives Matter. We're fucking sick of this bullshit. It's all bullshit. Like it's so fucking stupid. And like um, and there's some racist people who are like super racist people that are like fuck Black Lives Matter. That's fucking too bad. I just like so mad about everything. But that's a small, small group. And most of the time, like those people who are, feel that way automatically, they're not even watching the show. Not yeah. at all. They don't yeah. give a fuck. They just hear about Because it stars the black man. They're not going to watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but like when um, a bunch of people. Stars were... of what? A black man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like so. But the, uh, the people, listeners at home don't know I'm holding up my fist. Yeah. Like every time. <laughs> not um, Nazi. Not Nazi. So there were, there were people it's who a... were like, people that are like liberal or like jokingly saying uh luke cage is so uh racist and what happened to all the white actors like joking around and then bet like saw a bunch of those tweets and then wrote an article about all the white people are mad it's like not all the white people are mad they're not all mad that was a thing that was an overreaction and uh when i first saw the article i immediately fell for it i was like uh oh my god here we go again and then I was like, oh, wait. And then Stevie posted like a thing, a proposing article like, well, if you look at the actual Twitter accounts, those people are obviously kidding. They're actually comic book they're accounts. All, yeah. They're all like accounts of like in their default pictures. Or they're just liberal Or kind comic of, books, yeah. You know, and, uh, they're they're, sorry, uh, they're um, satire accounts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then like yeah. I saw, I was like, oh, dude, I fell for it. And then I was like, well, actually, I think that really speaks to the situation that like as a comic book fan for like two decades, I've seen – uh, fucking nerds and just people who aren't even nerds but just you know white people complaining <laughs> white people. about uh, people of color being cast in superhero movies and, and I'm so used to that happening so fucking often that the minute that somebody suggested that people were mad at Luke Cage I, was, I immediately was oh yeah I believe that and I'm defended used to this it. shit I'm we used to that shit because when fucking uh, Michael Clark Duncan we got talked cast about as this Kingpin before the show, when yeah. Halle Berry got cast as Catwoman which yeah horrible decision oh yeah but they were mad about well, that Halle... Michael Clark Duncan killed it okay <laughs> just saying <laughs> or like when anytime they, anytime uh, a movie studio was like you know what we're gonna try we're gonna take this uh character that was made in the 60s and they were white we're gonna like reinvent them and make them someone of of a different ethnicity the fucking community boils up in a rage and like and it's palpable and it's all over the internet if people are mad like how dare you change the characters they're not supposed to be fucking blow and like ri- ridiculously angry about it and i've been i've seen that so fucking much and so often that i was so quick to believe people were mad about luke cage and they're really which not. is the same reason why bet <laughs> took it and, and yeah, immediately ran, ran with it. i think yeah. Yeah, i think bet was like so ready for people yeah, to be mad they were because ready, they're used yeah. to it yeah exactly like, and that sucks that we're used to it, that like, we're, like, ready to you, get That mad. you're ready to attack instead yeah. of, like, actually understand, like, and look. And, and I also talked about how, like, there'll be characters that are 
not white in the like in the comics written as not white and then it, when they put him into TV they make him white. Oh like like the just, whitewashing. Well no, just like fucking um what's and, there, and there's like there's a difference. Bane there's, Bane yeah, sorry, Bane was Hispanic. Oh in yeah. the comic oh, books. Yeah, remember I talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I and also so like ridiculous. in uh in uh Doctor Strange instead of having like an the, the, an Asian character be like the main mystic person, they got a white British lady. Mm-hmm. Um but and like, and the difference is that uh, a lot of people have noticed is that whenever they take someone who's a minority in the comics and make them white on screen, there is controversy, and a lot of fans will get upset. And there's like, what the why? Why are you doing that? That's not cool. But when it's the other way around, and they make um, a white character that was white in the comics into someone of color in a movie, there is vitriol. There is absolute just spewing of hatred, hmm. and that's fucked up. And so, like, that's I wanted to bring that up in that don't be too discouraged, fans. Not everyone is angry about Luke Cage because mm-hmm. it actually was so it actually was so fucking popular that Netflix crashed the first day that Luke Cage was oh, out. Oh, that's awesome! That's co- pretty fucking epic. For a couple epic. of hours, and that's, that's so cool, amazing. For, yeah. uh, for like, so thank you, fans that actually went out there and like watched this and. I, I'm I want to watch this because of the show because of mostly because Method Man's on there to be honest. Yeah, I fucking love Method Man. <laughs> like, I'm dude. intrigued now. I Before fucking I love like, Method Man, man but now so I'm super yeah. fucking stoked about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go thing. and watch Jessica Jones so I can watch this show. I'll tell you one thing right now. Like probably um, the three like hey, so if you did like the top five um, Marvel villains from all the Marvel movies and all the Marvel TV shows, like the villains. From the three Netflix shows are in that top five. Wow! Oh, like out, damn. Like, uh, it's sorry. Like Luke Cage actually has like several main villains. It's it's kind of hard. Uh, like there's three. There's three main villains in Luke Cage, right? One of them is kind of cartoony. I wasn't really into. It's not it. a review. I know. I'm just saying. But the other two are fucking amazing. And it's de- <laughs> it, it definitely follows in line with the other Netflix shows in that super amazing quality. And fucking watch it. No, no. I always want to bring up like. And that's not all. Like, it wasn't just some white people that were upset at Luke Cage. There were some black people that got upset at the actor Michael Coulter. He was on this talk show called Wendy, who is one of the most insufferable people Oh, my God. She's horrible. She is horrible. Like, I watched an interview in the beginning of it. I'm like, uh... And she's like saying, like she calls Luke Cage a thug, like like referring to that. And Michael's like, whoa, 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 whoa! He is super thug. He's a superhero. I said he's a hero. Uh, she was trying. She hero. she never watched the show, and she was trying to. Like, is he like this gangster kind of guy who happens to Why, be? Why? Because he's black. Super. Yeah, and he's like, who happens to be a superhero? Like, <laughs> that's so fucking racist. Is he just like this gangster ass stuff that just black. happens to be a superhero? I know that's what was weird. Like, and she was, uh, she was just so annoying, and she was like, that's because she didn't, she didn't know idea what you're talking about. And Mike, Michael Coulter, and this is funny. Is Luke Cage the character doesn't even like to cuss. He like he has like this catchphrase from like the old comics. That's to say, sweet Christmas. <laughs> And the first time, like the first time he, when he's first introduced to Jessica Jones, him and Jessica Jones have sex. And right after they fucking finish and they plop down on the bed, catching their breath, he goes, oh, sweet Christmas. And, like, and you were like, oh, shit. It's hilarious. hilarious. It's, it's, hilarious. It's, a like, no, it's a fucking nod to fans of the comic book. Yeah, and so I, know awesome. that, I know that that's cheesy and corny. And they call it out in the show, Luke Cage. Like Rosario Dawson's constantly saying, like, you are the corniest 
guy I ever met. <laughs> like people, he gets made fun of for it, but it's that's, really. And he's but really, that gives him right to say it because that's yeah. when they call it out on being corny. If they play it as serious, he doesn't get to say it. But if they mm-hmm. call it out as corny, he knows it's corny. You know it's corny as a fan, but you still give respect because they're respecting the comic book. They're expect. Yeah. They're they respecting do, they, all, the material. Some, they yeah. even they even make him dress up in his costume. Like, he's only in it for a few seconds. This is his thing, but he's in the same costume from the comics. It's a great nod. It's amazing. One of my favorite parts of the season. But uh, what I was going to say is when he was doing Wendy, like, he's talking and it's like, and like, it's a huge crowd. And he, he talked about this in another interview. He's all, yeah, and all, there was like all these black women in the audience clapping when they, when I came out and they were all excited. And then they, ended, Wendy showed a picture of my wife, who's a blonde haired white woman. <laughs> and everyone got mad. <laughs> It's so fucking funny. Oh, that's so like, funny. Like, he was getting shit from people, like, fans, For being a thug. Fans, like, when he's out, like, you know, meeting fans and all that stuff, like, getting shit. Like, why'd you marry that white woman? Oh, and that man. Kind of oh, thing. Come on. So dumb. Damn. And then uh, he was, and he was just kind of like, like, what the? F- why is that a thing? Why does it matter? The color? I didn't. Oh, I'm not paying attention to the fucking color of her skin. It's just like, it'll look at her as a fucking person. Like, stop trying to. Just because I'm black doesn't mean I have to date somebody who's black. Uh, Eric yes, it does. <laughs> That's such an Eric Cartman <laughs> way to look at things. <laughs> you have uh, to. You mean Eric Cartman? And her name between is Wendy. How fucking <laughs> <is> <laughs> seasons one through eighteen? Because seasons nineteen and twenty, Cartman's a little. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's always been a little bitch. But uh, I just wanted to bring that. Like, it's there's a whole bunch of weird things going back and forth with like that Michael Coulter. I feel like he's dealing with as this. That's a superhero, But I think he's fucking. He's nailing it. He's doing a great job as Luke Cage. And uh, speaking of colored people, terrorizing cities. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> terrorizing cities. My boat. Yes, Georgie. Here's your boat. You want the boat? Sorry, sir. My my dad says I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. Oh, that's wise of your dad, Georgie. That's very wise indeed. Well, I, Georgie, am Pennywise, the dancing clown. And you're Georgie. Now we know each other. (laughs) Oh, I guess you're right. Hey, Georgie, you want a balloon? (laughs) What? You got balloons? Oh, yes. There's balloons down here, Georgie. And there's cotton candy and rides and fun. Oh, it's all down here, Georgie. And, you know, if you came down here, you you can play with a balloon, too. Well, I don't know, mister. Oh, come on, Georgie. Don't you want a balloon? (laughs) Do they float? Oh, yes. They float. They all float. And when you're down here with me, Georgie, you'll float. Tell. <laughs> that was a really good performance. You do his, his, you nailed you do Tim his, Curry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim Curry, you nailed it. So there's some clowns happening. I will fuck up a clown. <laughs> I've been waiting for this Same for, for so long. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I will fuck up a clown. That's you. it. Seriously, so like, don't even suggest another name. <laughs> that is it, dude. Like, That's no, money. But seriously, like, f- like, why are you so afraid of a fucking clown? It's the. It's <laughs> it's, but, it's, magic, <laughs> magic isn't real. First, magic isn't real. Are you there's sure? No, there's no such thing as Satan. There's no such thing as hell. There's no demon clowns. Oh, and demons are taking the Henry form of clowns. Henry Zabrowski would be very upset with you right now as a fan. Oh, yes, hell what Satan. do you mean there's no Satan? Hell, hell Satan. Satan. Hell Satan. <laughs> hell Satan. <laughs> like, you're going to be afraid of some fucking douchebag. And some, okay, you That's wanna, what it oh, is. You want to fuck yeah. up? Especially like, oh my god, and they're doing it in Reno. Like, you done fucked up. You know how many people carry? Seriously. <laughs> Reno is the 
long yes. place we're, to we're do it. <laughs> we're at Chris's house. There's like six of us just having a calm get-together. Two people show up, and they're both have concealed carries on. <laughs> and they're just like talking like, yeah, I got my gun. And they're just talking about the guns they carry on them. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna you need the gun to come here. Like, <laughs> so you're in an all-white neighborhood. Like, why, why do you need a gun? You came at straight to your house? friend's house. You're gonna go straight home. There is not, not even a, there a, not even a fucking black vehicle <laughs> in the entire neighborhood. <laughs> like everyone's vehicles are colorful and shit. Looks like fucking goddamn. God, it's all past fucking Pleasantville, Pleasantville like in shit. fucking yeah, yeah. Like Pleasantville <laughs> it's a cross between Pleasantville and Edward Scissorhands I was it's just pathetic gonna, I was gonna say Edward Scissorhands <laughs> I was gonna say Johnny Depp he knew he knew everything 2016 I'm pretty sure that you, people listening know what we're talking about it's been all, it's been going viral a bunch of fucking morons who, have, who can't get dates are uh, dressing up like clowns and like trying to scare people in the streets. Well, clown life matters, Adney. Clown life matters. <laughs> Stupid. And it's like they keep terrifying people. It's becoming a thing. And it's like, what? Like what? The like so dumb. And I actually saw a video today, and I tagged you guys. And remember of like a group of clowns. They try to scare this uh, group of fucking uh, yeah. black kids just walking around. They're like, what? They they got kind of startled for a second. And they're all, oh, fuck that. One, and they beat one the, the black shit kids, out of One of the black kids starts running a little bit, and then he comes back, and they all look at the clown, and they count themselves. Like, he goes, like he goes to grab his friends, leave, like, let's get the fuck out of here. And like his friends are like, dude, this, no, this, nigga. Is, like, this is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, nigga. You ain't going nowhere. That ain't a spider. We're going <laughs> to go fuck that thing. Dude, black people hate insects. I don't know why, and I'm not being racist. Travoy, Dama, Ev- that Bill. Is- Every dude, Travoy, every fucking person that I know hate dude. insects. Just I don't know why. Travoy doesn't listen up. I think Travoy might be in I, jail, he, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> oh like God. I don't know. He disappeared, so I'm not entirely Cause he, sure. Yeah, because he was. He was in Washington. He was liking all my stuff and everything. And then that when we hung out with him, dude, I miss, man, I miss Travoy so fucking much. Um, but anyways, uh, back the to clowns. the clowns. Yeah, so the, the black guys, stood, they were about to run one guy, and the other black guy's like, "Fuck this!" And they all run. And what you what you say with it? Like these. These fucking civil fucking like you said it was something <laughs> like it these, was these civil warriors. No, yeah, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I said these fucking heroes yeah, yeah, yeah. are standing these up for their community. Not all heroes wear capes, you know what I'm and saying? And defend. I didn't do that. I didn't do the internet joke, but I did say like these are they are standing up for their community and they're doing what's right. And Chris was all, yeah, justice was served. <laughs> these those boys are heroes, man. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Boys, Adney? Boys. <laughs> That's a little... Who you calling boy? Who you calling boy, Adney? You saying boy? No, those fucking men, Adney. Black, strong men. They look, I don't know, they, look, they look like they're like teenagers. Yeah, they did look like they're teenagers. So that's fair. So I was seeing a lot about clowns on social media, and I was like, what the fuck? Why is this a suddenly a thing? So I was trying to look up some stuff, and here's what I found. This is from a couple newspapers, and I'll just read it to you what I got. The frenzy was born in South Carolina in late August after unsubstantiated reports surfaced of clowns spotted ev- <sighs> I was trying to get my reporter voice <clears throat> the frenzy was born in South Carolina in late August after uh, no I'm done with it well now. listen here John <laughs> listen, I like, gave it's up it's like this listen here John the reports are saying that if it I, all started like if, I, if I knew it if I had read this before and stuff, then I would do it. But I haven't. I didn't read it like enough to like be able it? to like. It's not that long. He'll, okay, let me, let me just plot through this real fast. <clears throat> uh, the frenzy was born in South Carolina in late August after an unsubstantiated amount of reports surfaced that clowns were spotted trying to lure children into the woods. 
The craze has since ignited a national phenomenon, with scary clown sightings reported in more than two dozen states from Alabama to Wisconsin. While many were hoaxes, a handful of incidents resulted in arrests. In Alabama, at least seven people faced felony charges of making a terrorist threat connected to clown-related activity. Rainbow City Police Chief Johnson Horton told the Time Pacoon. So, wait, hold on. There's one more thing. All these clowns, Bob. This yeah, guy was, was, this guy was, was like, clowning well, around, Bob. <laughs> this guy was like, oh, well, actually, it comes from way farther back than that. Scary clowns. <laughs> they did the it thing. Yeah, the it thing. Yeah. Actually, it's been around since the 1400s. That's yeah. exactly what he did. Oh, my God. That's exactly what he did. Oh, He's like, scary clowns first appeared during the Black Plague and were a homage to pale faces... To pale he's faces, quoting the, dark he's quoting it. and dark arms. He's literally dark, dark quoting eyes. it. Yeah. Like, he's literally... Clowns, duh, clowns have been around. Duh! <laughs> They're talking about the fucking... Dude, he's a moron. I know, he's it like, made me no, so mad that, that typical, I didn't even comment. I was like, he's oh. that typical person that wants to seem smart so bad on social media that they'll fucking just take... Even if you're joking around, they'll be like, oh, uh, actually... Your obvious yeah, joke is incorrect. And let me tell you the truth about the world. He's a moron because, listen, duh, clowns have been around forever. They're not talking about clowns being around. Talking about we're clowns talking about assholes dressing up as with machetes. But what I think it is, which, which I've read even in fucking, which I already thought, which is funny because then I read it in um, That's the good one. It's got Rolling Stones it. magazine. <clears throat> They think it's promotion. Like, they're paying people to promote the fucking... Uh, oh, for the movie? It. Yep. To try to get people remembering hmm. clowns. Viral to be marketing. scared. But because they've done that on a bunch of movies. They've done viral marketing um, other times. Yeah, that's... They did it for the original either, Blair Witch. Okay. They did it for the original Blair Witch Project. There's some people are thinking they're starting to do it again. I could see it. Paying I mean, people to do things just to get... Well, like, you're well, about to get somebody murdered. Like, yeah, no, that's exactly no, what's no, going to happen. Somebody did somebody, get shot already. I'm pretty somebody sure somebody did get somebody shot, get shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they did died. Did they die? That's <laughs> oh they die, though. Did they die? Because if they didn't did die, die, that's like a the fucking... Asian guy from Hangover. Oh, but did they die? <laughs> it's a shame. I mean, they should die. <laughs> yeah. Like, if that, like if that's <laughs> your producers, life... I can see the producers in the room going like... No, so, so we should we should maybe stop this by her marketing. I know you're paying. No, nah, let's go on. We gotta get people scared. The show again. must go on. This is art. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get people scared again. It's like no, man. People are dying. Like, this is, this is getting out of control. <laughs> but no, that's that's obviously just that's not really what's happening. It's the, but that is a good assumption that people are getting prepared because it is scaring people. Which funny is. Fuck every clown. All these stupid clowns are not doing what they should be doing. What they should be doing is dress up like John Wayne Gacy's clown. Because there's a difference. Clowns, the reason why... Holy wait, shit, wait, hold on. I just fucking... I, I'm sorry. I know what you're going to say is really important. But I just... Uh, 13 people killed, 32 people injured by scary clowns in Ontario, Canada, October 5th, 2016. People were murdered by clowns? Murdered by clowns. That's what the article says. It's from Sometimes the Global you gotta Sun. Take far for a movie, Adney. You know That's what I'm fucking crazy! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, Never mind. I don't I want to my thing. And I don't want to spread like something that's wrong. So go back to what you were going to say. I'm going to make sure that this isn't bullshit real fast. I feel like that's bullshit. Oh, what's how do they know that clowns this? So there was an eyewitness? Yeah, there's oh, a video. Oh, it's on thisisnbullshit.com. That's what it's on. <laughs> like, I just, like, dude. It might be satirical. Hold on. Let me, hold on. The onion. <laughs> it's That's what I'm saying. It's not that. Killed onion, by no. comedy. <laughs> the <laughs> clowns are hilarious, Bob. They're over here murdering your guts. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like the article is like, oh, my God. 13 children brutally raped and murdered by clowns. 
In okay. other news, people are playing a clown prank. <laughs> I'm. St- I think the Global Sun is Canada's version of the Onion because they're trying oh, to tell shit. me that Tim Hortons is gonna sell marijuana. But wait, I don't know what Tim Hortons. Is. Tim Hortons is like uh, they're Dunkin' Donuts essentially. It's like the same. Or, or oh, it might be coffee. Yeah, okay, that's funny. It might know, be that's, coffee. I don't know. That's, it's Canada. But what, what's fucking funny is. Like, these clowns are doing it wrong. They're trying to be scary, but they're doing the same makeup or wearing the mask. That- they're wearing those fake prosthetic masks that are supposed to be scary on Halloween. Like, no, make yourself seem like a silly clown, and then you have a machete. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what's scary is, like, the fact that it doesn't go together. It's off-puttingly weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, the whole point. And that's why John Wayne Gacy's clown, because that was his he, – he did clown. But if you guys don't know who John Wayne Gacy is, he was one of the biggest serial killers in American history. But he dressed up like a clown. But what made him so scary is every clown does their makeup without any points. No clown makeup has points. It's not mm. supposed to. It's round the lips. It's round around the eyes. Okay. There's always, there's no sharp points. But John Wayne Gacy's fucking clown, if you look it up, the reason he's so fucking terrifying and also knowing he's circular is because all his makeup has points to it. And it makes him even fucking more terrifying and if you're gonna freak somebody yeah, out look like an anime do, that, character. do that with your character do that with your clown makeup no we're gonna help you over here okay <laughs> here at the alcoholic ass we believe clown lives matter so <laughs> if you know if you're gonna do your makeup be more scary with it paint your own if face if you really want to if you really want to do undersell the... your clown shit bro quit wearing masks do your own fucking makeup go to fucking mac fucking sephora Go to your fucking side chick. Have them do your makeup, bro. I have a have, quick question. Okay, well, you know, no, shut up. You just fucked up because you're you're actually assuming that these dudes are getting laid. Nah. And you're dumb for that. <laughs> My bad. Tim Curry got laid in the movie, guaranteed. Tim Curry was getting paid to pretend to getting be a clown in a movie. Lay, Annie. Getting Not. paid to get laid because that's Tim Curry. <laughs> he he fucked up. Straight Move on. Next session. Fight. Fight. Fuck up. His Fight. Saturday <laughs> nights. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, You're such a piece of shit. I just sometimes. love Tim Curry, and I think he's getting laid all the time, every day. Tim Curry's still getting laid. He's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> all right, to recap everything. If you're a fucking want to dress up as a fucking clown, you need to be expecting that you're going to get your ass beat. And a machete is not going to fucking protect you. I do not understand. Like, what type of mental health issues do these people fucking have that they're going to go out there and dress up as fucking clown? It's like a troll. It's the same thing as the internet troll. They have no power or no real friends in real life. And so they try it. Like, the only place that they feel power that they feel anything is when they're terrorizing other people and they feel strongly like their identity is kept a secret and everything yeah. and no one knows it's them and they have like this i have a secret life but they know it's them they know it's them that's the thing they they who's they, they? So the clowns, like when they watch these videos of themselves, they're oh. like, oh, yeah, we'll clarify that. Like you're fire. making it seem oh, like you're... Okay. Yeah, sorry. They feel power because even though people don't know who they are, they yeah. Know. Yeah, it's SkateCup42. They're getting off yeah. the fact that it's viral now. That it's viral now. People are talking about it. They're getting off on it. They're drifting <laughs> it's off It's literally it. South Park. South it's Park. Skate 42. South Speaking Park of predicted it. Speaking of SkateCup42, <laughs> come on down to the alcoholic cast. Gonna have myself a time. Fucking sexist everywhere. <laughs> we do not like these clowns and something the South Park of you. So we're done with our movies. We did an epic, epic series on our favorite fucking movies from each decade that Adney so so beautifully ended it with that there's Seriously. nothing that I can even Aww. fucking say about it. No. So we're just gonna plow on through. Seriously. <laughs> not Thanks. even joking. Thank you. Chris found Chris is like, alright, I'll find this clip. And he found it, and then he listened. Mm-hmm. And then I would talk to him, then he's like, no, dude, I listened. <laughs> <laughs>
So we wanna, we're gonna switch it over, and we're gonna go from movies to TV. And we've already started with South Park. We missed a week, and today we is Wednesday. We missed several weeks. Two we missed. Weeks. We might have missed two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. And today is weeks, Wednesday, but we got lucky, and it doesn't air tonight. So we're gonna be able to catch right back up right now, and then we'll be able to be on time for all the rest. But uh, take it away, Stevie. Nice. Um. So yes, we're we kind of figured out where they're heading in this season. Um, like we said, there's a giant story arc throughout the entire show now since they started it about two seasons ago. And I feel like this arc is all about internet trolls. That's what it is, kind of like that's the arc they're going with. And it's all about, like we said, sensitivity a little bit. But mainly it is, it makes fun of the digital world. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it's making yeah. fun of. It's like talking about how dig- the digital world is being taken so seriously nowadays. It's and such so a literal, part of who you are. It's like, yeah, like who you it's are. It's like yeah. 50% or more of your life is, has to do with your social media and stuff like that. And you wouldn't be who you are without your digital world. And that's how people look at it. They're like, oh, wait, you're not, on, you're not on Twitter? Or you're not tweeting? Or you don't have Snapchat? You're not doing dog filter? The <laughs> fucking dog filter storyline! You're not doing dog filter? <laughs> so dude. Funny. Funny. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't made fun of that on South Park. If they don't, I'm going to be really mad. About it. <laughs> yeah. really mad about so basically where the show is heading, we're, I'm, we're not going to give you – we're not going to do like how I redo, review movies, which we gave you kind of with the the uh, with the first two member berries episode. But, you know, we're going to talk about just what the show means right now, where it's heading, you know, what – Well, it, let's catch w- everyone up. We need the at least emotion catch everyone up. that it's getting in there. Whatever, so basically – They fucking watched it. But <laughs> some, okay, wait, hold on. There's a lot of people that don't have fucking cable. A lot of people. Hulu, and they only you know, have Hulu, the like internet. I said, write me and you can get my shit. Oh, yeah? You think you have that much uh, giveaways? You can just keep passing them out. You got 100 people logging into one account and they're not going to do anything. 600 people. We get every, each episode down to 600 people. <laughs> Well, I was just saying, like, it's not like every single listener Why doesn't have cable. Why are you assuming that 600 of our fucking audience members are broke? You yeah, know. that's what I was saying. <laughs> you guys are fucking <laughs> pieces of shit, uh, the two of you. Oh, yeah. I was just the saying people don't have cable. <laughs> a lot of you. A whole lot of you. A lot of you. Who the fuck is that? A whole lot of you. <laughs> our fucking member. <laughs> <laughs> My member berries are fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so for those you of you that, that aren't you're picking up. Nothing. You're, you're <laughs> break nothing. This is all Conor McGregor right here. Right. We're parodying so, it right now. It's funny. So what happens is Cartman, basically the guys get together and they they realize, okay, Skank Hunt needs to fucking die. Like we have Because to they all got broken up with. Well, no. They're all devastated. That's before that. Well, before that. They're all devastated. They're Skank, afraid. They're afraid, they're afraid for of the lives. girls getting together and attacking them. They're all something's gonna happen, so we have to end it before that happens. They all pretty sure it's Cartman because he's always the asshole. So they fucking set a little trap. And <laughs> they have Cartman wearing the Black Lives Matter shirt throughout the token, entire show. Token, token live matter. Token live matter throughout the entire show. <laughs> it's so show. funny because there's a black girl there too, and it's, that's hilarious. So well, the token's like the original. You know I know, I mean? but still, it's still funny the because token he didn't say black like, character. It didn't say Token. Like, token and great. what's yeah. the other one? Token and what's her name? I can't remember her name, but uh, Jay, um, no, they say her name in one episode. But anyways, I thought I thought it was funny because they don't include her, so it makes it even more Cartman. Danielle, is that her name? Like, she's going to stand up? Like, what the fuck is her name? That's going to piss me off. Now. I think that's very racist that you don't want to I don't want to seem like a bad fucking... I think you're Nicole. racist. Nicole. You're racist because you don't remember... Her name's Nicole. Nicole. You can't remember the one, the one black character you, and you just can't remember Nicole. her name. Nicole. You're a piece of shit? Yep. Nicole. Nicole. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Oh, rat, oh, rat, oh, rat, oh, rat. Spell long dick. Spell long dick. 
So basically, <laughs> the guys decide they need to get rid of Skank Cop 42. Okay, so they're like, fuck it. We know it's Cartman. Guys, we got to do it. They all go into the bathroom. They lock the door and they're like, guys, we got to plan it. But even before that, Butters says this really amazing quote that was basically like, like don't you know if one person in your group does that oh, one yeah. thing wrong or says that one thing, the whole group is blamed. And I feel like that's so good. It was that's such a good so quote. Yeah. fucking amazing because it's true. Because one person could ruin it all for us. Look at Trump. He's ruined it all for men because now everyone's like, oh, well, then you're a man. You're not like only, well, not men, but really it reflects more within the Republican Party. But anyways, go ahead. So Butter says an amazing quote. And then they all yeah. lock each other in the Donald bathroom. Donald Trump makes dudes with micro penises look really bad. <laughs> yeah. And he's fucking up that whole what community. What sucks is I have small hands and he makes me look bad. You know I, mean? I can assure you everything is hands. fine down we there. We both got small hands. Clammy, clammy hands. <laughs> <laughs> Who, and also guys that want to fuck their daughters. Trump, Trump's like that guy. Like if he grabs you, like like Craster, you know, beyond the wall. You know, oh he's really he's, he's really upset about this. <laughs> yeah, Craster, dude, Craster's gonna make Westeros great again, Adney. On those. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. That's like if Craster came down and wanted to run. Yeah, for you, I, I deserve the Iron Throne. <laughs> Based off of what? Uh, oh, I'm the best. I raped daughters. I'm the best at raping daughters. He's like, I, he's like I've, lived beyond, I've lived beyond the wall. I've lived beyond the wall for I've years. I've been past the wall. Shut, shut the fuck up. I've lived beyond the wall my entire life, and the White Walkers are around. I have no problem with the White Walkers. Never kill me. They never bother me. It's like, well, that's because you sacrifice your sons to them. They still never bother me, right? I mean, you can't argue with that. That makes me smart. That makes me smart. And then I will control the wall. I will build the wall 900 feet even taller. And I, and I, all the fires. I will sacrifice all the sons in Dorne because they're brown to the White Walkers, and then we'll survive. They're, Dorn's not sending us their fucking, you know, Dorn's sending us their rapists. Dorn's sending us their, their Oberons. Dorn's sending us like, dude, that is so funny. He that's, would be Trump. No, that's, that's deep cuts. That's crazy. That was deep cuts. He would be I don't think Trump. that was that deep. Through. I don't think that was that deep. <laughs> I really don't. I'm not talking about There's fucking, so many people that don't watch Game I'm of Thrones. I'm not talking about King Jaharis and I shit. I don't know the Game of Thrones reference. People suck. And for some no, reason, they'd rather watch Teen Mom than Game of Thrones. I'm talking oh, to you, Kaylee. Oh, oh, I'm talking to you. Oh. Shots fired. <laughs> shots fired! Shots fired. I haven't said it too long. I think he fired some shots at someone. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Hey, Bob, hey, Bob. Gotta, I gotta edit this out or you're gonna get kicked out of your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, Kenny doesn't listen. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can assure you everything is okay. <laughs> everything over there. You, turn it, you just turned into JFK. <laughs> I did. going for Trump. It's not HFK. what you can do for your hands. Yeah. Yeah. No, Trump is like that. Yeah. <laughs> his, ass, his asshole lips are just like, everything's okay. Asshole lips, that's a good one. And he's yeah, like strangely one. effeminate. He is. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, huh? He is. You really that. think that guy's tough? <laughs> really? No, not at Should all. look at fucking Gary Johnson calling him a pussy. <laughs> Dude. Oh man! Can you imagine if they got into a fist fight? Holy shit! Gary Johnson would fuck him up, dude. It would literally be like a slap fight. I think Gary Johnson might actually be able to throw because of Joe Rogan, because he looks up to Joe, and so he'll at least know how to. He's friends with Joe. I feel like I feel like if Donald Trump got in a room with Vladimir Putin, he would end up sucking Putin's dick. Yeah, guaranteed. Okay, are you kidding me? That fool wrestles with that. Okay, so. They all get into the bathroom, they lock the door, and they plan, okay, now we kind of have to fucking destroy Cartman. But they, they say it like this, like, guys, I think we have to do what we've been planning. And everyone's like, we can't do it. That's too far. It's what do you too mean? far. No, guys, yeah. guys, we've been 
we've been th- thinking about doing this for a long time. We've Are been we planning seriously on thinking? About and of this? course, Kyle is the one which I love. Kyle's the one that's against it. Kyle's like always the one that's against hurting. He's the voice of reason. But he's so, always yeah. He's always in the middle. He's never like four, but he's also not like completely that's against. That's what I love because he's been hurt by Cartman more than anybody. Like that's the thing, and he's, he's like he's the Gandhi. He, he plays <laughs> the whole, the whole, it's just like that's it, why he's it, in the middle of it. There. Reminds me of last shout out to last week when I was talking fucking <laughs> the Great Dictator, and they said we need to assassinate him, and they were like, no, we're not going to answer violence with violence. And Kyle's Jewish, and mm-hmm. Kyle's Jewish, so it's a perfect thing. And Kyle's like, no, and, and then Stan, Eric like Stan, is kind of Hitler. Stan convinces <laughs> him, him. Yeah, yeah. Stan can always convinces Kyle to go with the bad idea. Stan's like always the one that walks out of screen, and he looks. He almost like breaks the fourth wall. Why is Stan not on the Okay, so hold on, this is a quick Because he was for busy doing the Margaritaville yeah, that episode. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, so for everyone who doesn't obviously they can't see <laughs> for, for yeah. the few of you out there who uh, haven't been inside the I'm living sorry, room. For, so for everybody, they have like um t- we have a last the supper. Okay, That's, so yeah. Adam and I are atheists, so instead of a last supper like all you guys pieces of shit have, we have a South Park last it's the supper South Park hanging version, in our living yeah. room because we are religious and Trey Parker is God. <laughs> <laughs> What would that make Matt? Is Matt like so? It was like Matt uh, You'd have Gabriel to be like, or no, Jesus? No, he's Jesus. Because he's Jewish. He's Jewish. Damn, <laughs> dude, we just fucking full nailed that. Full fucking circle. <laughs> <laughs> they just went full circle on each other. And That's why Kyle's Jesus? Because he's fucking goddamn messed up. <laughs> well, Trey's over there. Ask God, trying to get drunk. <laughs> so, anyways, um, the whole Last Supper scene has almost all the characters, but Stan isn't in it, and I always wondered why. This is a perfect time to ask, and now I know why. So, thank you. Go ahead, plot yeah. through. Yeah, he had a, yeah, he was in like. Like there's two storylines in that episode, and Stan was doing his own thing, and then all the other boys. Stan was trying to fix else. the economy. Why they were, they were no, trying to fix the economy. They were trying to fix the economy, and Stan was just trying to get a refund oh, t- for yeah, Margarita. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get a oh, refund, okay. but it, but it ended up showing like how to like how how economy works. He found yeah, out how yeah. it works. It's just a bunch of guys chopping off a chicken's head and then making it wherever it lands. is what's gonna happen? Oh right, oh, I dude. It, they actually won an Emmy for that episode, which spun great. They've won an Emmy for a couple of yeah, episodes. they did. But anyways, so they're in the bathroom, and Stan walks out like everyone looks at Stan. Stan's like, Kyle is the voice of, he's the Gandhi, but Stan is the decision maker, I feel like. Stan is always the one that's like, whatever Stan says, they go with it. And they always look at Stan as he walks away from the screen. He does this a couple yeah, times he, in a couple episodes. No, Stan, he walks Stan, away. Stan, you going? You need to make a decision. Stan, <laughs> yeah, Stan walks over there and he then he says, we gotta, like, we gotta do it. Like, we have to do it. And then Kyle's like, no, are you serious? And the other guy's, it, Kyle and fucking the other guys are all two sides of the same coin. They're like trying to decide. They're left and right with it. And then Stan's the one that's the decision maker. Yeah. He's the leader in a sense of the entire yeah. group. He was the Ben Franklin of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so he really keeps doing these stupid metaphors. <laughs> he's the Captain says, America of the group. <laughs> two hours later. He's the <laughs> so he finally says, okay, you know what? They're right. They're right. We got to do it. And Kyle's like, Stan, are you serious? And he goes, there's nothing else we could do, Kyle. I'm sorry. This is like our hands are tied. And so the next scene, oh, the next scene, they walk up to Cartman as he's at his fucking locker, which I love this part because it's all super sad. Cartman's like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" And everyone's looking down at the ground, all bashful. And it's like, "Hey Cartman, um, <laughs> yeah, we decided that um, my my uncle, he has a cabin in the woods, and uh, we're all gonna go out there and we're gonna play." Was, he mentioned some video game. I can't remember what it was. Counter Strike. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Good job. So we're gonna go play Counter Strike in the woods, and uh, you know, there's not gonna be any parents there. And, and there's gonna be Wi-Fi. There's gonna be yeah. Wi-Fi. There's gonna be. There's a bunch of junk food, so we're not trying to tell anybody about it. We're just. You gotta keep it quiet because. You know, we don't want anybody to know we're eating drink. But he's like, oh, my God, seriously, guys, are you serious? He goes, he's so yeah, happy. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's going to be Wi-Fi and, you know, it's, oh, my God, guys, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Like, Cartman's 
getting so excited about it and they're all looking hella sad and then the next clip is them walking through the woods and every guy's distraught and they're all looking down and Carmen's like oh my god it's gonna be so fucking awesome guys when we get there no fucking parents we get these drunk food how quick's the wifi guys how quick's the wifi and he goes and then everyone's like kind of like down when the time comes like oh you guys seem a little bit down is everything cool like you guys are like, and like no Carmen we're, we're okay we're, we're all fine and Carmen's like cool totally cool cool yeah. <laughs> And then they fucking finally get there and everyone opens the door. Carmen's the first one in. He rushes to the table. He takes out. Carmen brought all his electronic devices. Everything. He brings his fucking iPad. He brings his fucking goddamn f- his phone. He brings everything. right? He's and like, a laptop and like just all Yeah, yeah. All this shit. And he's like, because they know Carmen just, Carmen is the fucking person that's just all about social media. So that's the whole reason he's Come in, in Got me, man. <laughs> uh, so then, like, he turns around. He goes, he, well, he's like, what the fuck? There's no Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi here. Like, what the, what the hell's going on? And then he, like, turns around. Guys, where's, where's the Wi-Fi? And everyone behind him pulled out a knife. A bat. Pulled out a bat. A fucking hatchet. And Crowbar. Like, are they going to kill Cartman? <laughs> like, because that's what they make you that's believe. The, it they looks like an assassination thing. that they're going to kill Cartman. The whole entire thing. They've vein, talked about it for a while. Like, for we the first two episodes, to be too. Done. Yeah, like, things you, like that. They yeah. make it seem like they're going to kill him, but really all it is is them leaving so Social media, but the analogy is you that when you leave social media, you're essentially dead. Even that, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that. the whole technology. You're dead to all your friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like they, we were just they, talking about they definitely make anyway. you think that they're gonna kill. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I was like, thing. what? For real? Then they all, they all like, charge forward, and he's like, no. And then like, well, he's like, he's like, guys. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're gonna destroy my stuff. Like he gets it. He's like, you're gonna. Guys, I'm not skank cat. You're gonna destroy I'm my not stuff. No, guys, like we can do this. Like even though there's no Wi-Fi, we can take my phone and we can make a hotspot. <laughs> like we can fucking come on, we can make a hotspot, guys. Come on, come on. And then fucking Craig out of every, everyone's like kind of like standoffish, and Craig's like, "Fuck it, we got to do it." And Craig's the first one to walk up with a knife, and Cartman's holding his laptop in his stomach, and fucking Craig just stabs a laptop with his knife. <laughs> Game of Thrones style. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And everyone rushes up and like, well, at first Kyle's like, Cartman. Set all your stuff on the table. <laughs> and that's what leads to that. But then they like they push Carmen back and they grab all the stuff out of his hands and they set it on top of the table. And Carmen like gets pushed away back from him. And then they all just start fucking destroying every single one of Cartman's fucking electronic devices. Carmen's like, guys, no, I'm not getting out. <laughs> and like he blacks, he blacks out. Oh, sorry. So go back a second. When before they walk in the house, Carmen's like, "Hey, that's cool. There's a hole. Sh- there's a dent hole with a shovel right there. I don't know what that's for." <laughs> like he sees a hole dug with a shovel, and he goes, "Looking oh, like a grave." He, yeah, and shit. he's all, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> randomly, and they fuck it up. And then the next scene is them like pounding down the fucking dirt mound. And they were like, it had to be done, guys. We're sorry. And then in the background, right before it cuts to commercial, he goes, ah! And then it just cuts to commercial media. You get a really good Cartman scream. I can't really do it. And then that night, while they were all fucking shit up, as we know, as the audience knows, yeah, just like exposition. the Rosebud thing. This is exposition. Yeah, just like the Rosebud thing in Chris last week. We know they don't know. So Skank Hunt fucking took to the internet last night. Destroyed hell of people, and then the one who feels bad the most is Kyle. And what's funny is it's Kyle's dad. <laughs> but he That's the know. one. Yeah. And he doesn't know. Of course not. And then the girls decide skate cut needs to die. We got to We got to like get all the boys. They're punishing all the other boys for this one person. So what do they do? What's the worst way the girls can punish the boys? They all break up with the boys, and it's this really cool like gladiator song. It's like the, it's like a fucking 
crazy ass gladiator. Yeah, remember the song that they played in Black Hawk Down? Oh, okay. It, I think it was a song also from Gladiator, Probably. if I remember. And it's Maybe. like <laughs> it's like the hella sad song. Of, I think it was like when her when his wife got ran down. Yeah. It's like this crazy song, and it's the same thing. And all the boys are getting hand letters, <laughs> notes, and it's they're getting notes. broken up with, and it's really good. And that's the end of the episode. And then it takes over to the next episode. And the next episode is all about. Trying skank to find out Skank Cut. Skank Cut like running wild in this episode. This episode is literally all about Skank Cut and the shit that he's doing. And he's fucking destroying. They, they have a montage of just him destroying shit. Yeah, the member berries. In the are, internet world. Not the, actually destroying, in the the destroying shit within the internet. The world. member berries still have a part in the story, but they're kind of pushed to the back so they can focus on Skank Cut. Internet trolling and the police are looking for what happened to Eric Cartman. Because yeah. he just, his online mm. presence just. Disappeared. So even though he's like walking around in the halls and whatnot, everybody's still super concerned because he's not online. Yeah, and Kyle noticed everyone's like, oh, well, Skank Hunt ran wild last night. They realize that. And then they say, so it isn't Cartman. So Cartman's the person. And then Cartman's just walking through the episode. All the boys feel so guilty. Like, oh my God, we destroyed all his electronics for nothing. We did a monstrous evil thing. We killed somebody. Like, And which, it wasn't him. Which makes me happy because I feel like Cartman is going to be the one to catch Skank Hunt. It almost means like Cartman is the one destroyed, so now he has nothing to lose. I think he's gonna go off the deep end rather than actually try to find Skanka. But that's, I mean, to each oh, their own. Well, let's like, see how it goes. But you're think, probably right, but I think I mean, that if they, the, the Cartman, he's at the because low, the old well, Cartman's, Cartman's at a Cartman, low point. Boy, hold on, the Cartman that you know and love got destroyed last season by PC Principal. So I think that the Cartman that you want to come back, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I think Trey and Matt are done with that Cartman. No, never. He's thinking they come back. They could never be done without Cartman. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. They said this. Listen, what they've both said, like they are Stan and Kyle. Okay, that's Trey and Matt. But they said as the years gone on, they realized that they're both more Cartman and they're both more Randy. It's like they're they're Randy in a sense of the member berries and remembering things, but when they want to be evil, they channel their feelings through Cartman because Randy's not an evil person. No, they yeah. can't make Randy. He's evil. just stupid. But they're yeah. allowed, <laughs> they're allowed to do whatever they want with Cartman, and I feel like when they want to bring that fucking heat in, they you they channel it through Cartman. So all right, they, we'll see. That's we'll see. that is Cartman. They've made it throughout all these years. Throughout all these years, that's been Cartman. They can't just kill off Cartman's personality. You know, after 18 years of doing Cartman, or 19 years, or 18 yeah. years, you're gonna see Cartman go years. back to. Oh, middle. dude, because they, they've like done though, they've rip. done this before in episode where he turned into because there was a dog whisperer episode where Caesar Milan oh, came and trained trained dog. Eric to be a good kid, and by the end of the episode, he went back to be like it's like. Hints at oh no he's coming back he's yeah. very next episode he's back to being him and like, he always he's always going to revert back because he's an evil piece of shit and like the right, show he's one of the cruxes of the show like it's an important aspect of everything oh no I definitely yeah Cartman has kind of made the show because whenever they do any like promos for the new season it's always Cartman's voice like they had a whole promo of him just going yeah. <laughs> like Cartman is definitely like he is the most popular one of the character. touchstones of the show yeah one of the most popular characters like at least top three hands down oh for sure Stan and Kyle are there but Cartman's what people love because Car- people are it's like the whole thing you say what other people are thinking but that's kind of how Cartman is as, as quote unquote as I'm saying that as dumb as that is Cartman is that guy that's like always, you can live just, vicariously through he'll Cartman he'll always say the most oh, if you're thinking of something fucked up he'll do something more fucked up but it's yeah. not like Trump where Trump does it just for the praise he does it just for the reaction whereas Cartman you know he's genuinely thinking that that's how he genuinely feels that's and him you get behind and, the, and, yeah. the, and the writers of the show use that for comedy they purposely make him cartoonishly stupid 
stupid, evil. not yeah. just evil, but completely idiotic. And everyone just looked like, ugh. Cartman, fucking Cartman, and I love it because I was listening to an interview with Bill Hader, and Bill Hader was like, he was with uh, uh, Kevin Pollock, and Kevin Pollock's like, you know, it's it's funny because people didn't know you were really working on the show um, until they saw the six days to air. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it's like, well, so I I saw that you guys do the writers retreat every year, which they didn't do it this year. I'm upset that they didn't, but um, he's like, man, what's that like? And he goes, I gotta be honest with you, man, like it's it's okay to be funny and make jokes and write stuff down. He's like, but man, Trey and Matt are just geniuses. They don't. It's not about jokes. It's about emotion. He's like, that's what they touch on mostly, the emotion. What's the character feeling now? Why is he feeling this? Why is this line important that's going to bring emotion to this character? And he's like, that's that's more important to them than the storytelling, more important than the jokes. It's the emotion that you're getting with these characters that's going to, you know, kind of mirror image the fucking uh, everything audi- that, of the audience. Everything that the characters say and do is completely organic. They do it because that's what the character would do. At no point is a character just all of a sudden going to do a thing that's completely out of character that's going to take the make the audience think, wait, Stan would never do that. Yeah. You know, like, or if they do do something out of character, it was built up to the character was going through a change, like Eric Cartman going through a change. That's why he's acting a certain way. And we know he's going to revert back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything, it's always... Because this happens so because of something that happened before, because that happened before, and then and so and so, not just tack on a bunch of things that happen in the story that aren't connected. Exactly, and we can say this because you and I have been watching it since we were kids. We've been watching it since '97, you know, or '90s when it first came out. Like we've been we've been watching it, um, and so I feel like that was a very good explanation. If someone asked what South Park is, and it's like, well, it's an emotional roller coaster. The whole entire show is an emotional roller coaster. If you understand it if you if you meet these characters and if you understand them if you know them and if you've known them for 20 years like we have (laughs) then you'll get it you'll know like well this is completely out of character this is completely changed i feel like they've done very well at kind of keeping the personalities on the same platform as they were then as they are now they've gotten crazier yeah they've gotten more like roller coaster-esque and they've gotten more the stakes have gotten your face the stakes, the stakes have, have definitely gotten bigger but with it's the same thing. guys that you met 20 years ago that yeah. you know now and i feel like that's what's you, really important about them. yeah <laughs> and he, he mentions he says something similar obviously just saying like oh they're they're great storytellers but that's besides the point. I'm you. You know me. I'm fucking obsessed with the show. I yeah, love, we love go down the rabbit hole real quick. I do. It's um, okay. So, so the rest of the show basically. So then they're the cops are trying to figure out. Cops knock on uh, Gerald Barfoski's door. It's the opening of the episode. By yeah, yeah. Right. Knocks on Gerald Barfoski's door, and he sees the cops there, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Because he's skanka and he's been fucking terrorizing the city. He's got Swedish people wanting to commit suicide. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he and there he's like, "Oh, oh, what's going on here?" And then Kyle comes down the stairs, and Kyle's watching from the stairs. You get Kyle in the background, I'm like, "Hey, we come to talk to you about uh, an Eric Cartman." And they hold up a picture, and Cartman's like, "In his, it's the same picture that he's taken in almost every single fucking school yearbook. <laughs> it's seriously the same picture. It's him with his leg up, <laughs> and he's doing this bashful thing. And it's funny because he did that in the episode where fucking he gets Kenny, Kenny to, to do, yeah, this, like, Kenny." Kenny reverses his parka and so his ass cheeks are sticking out of the hood of his Which is the uh, Ben Affleck episode of South Park. They, he does that same One of joke. the many Ben Affleck episodes of South Park. Yeah, <laughs> so it's fucking really good. Um, so then they're like, he's like, you seen this kid? He goes, no, what are you talking about? He goes, well, he hasn't been online and uh, we're trying to figure out if it's a uh, social media suicide or a social media social- homicide. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? He's like, well, when someone quits, which I fucking love this. When someone quits social media, they usually post about, you know, four articles or four paragraphs about why they're going to Well, quit. no, he's like, well, here's the thing is Eric Cartman 
didn't he just all of a sudden stopped posting everything is gone he hasn't posted in days that's not what people do when they quit social media they usually post three or four paragraphs about why they're quitting social media on their social media <laughs> and all the drama and everything that's wrong with social media and they pause but and then they quit then they come back a little bit later <laughs> and they do it all over again and that is the most accurate thing anyone has <laughs> ever said about social media it, like the most accurate thing I know one, like I know a couple people who have done this, but one very specific girl who I've been friends with since I was a teenager, so it's kind of hard to like delete her because it's like, ah, oh, but you're an old friend. Yeah. But all every fucking year, it's I. You know what? I'm just gonna delete this because it wastes so much time, wastes so much of my time. I got more important things to do. All people want to do is talk shit, air the dirty laundry, and be dramatic. I'm deleting this. If you want to contact me, you know my phone number. Blah blah blah. It's like, and then a month later, she's sharing a fucking cat video or some <laughs> bullshit or fucking posting some fucking Rand Paul video. I don't know, whatever it is. And it's like, God damn it. Like, quit or don't. Like, yeah. stop making a big deal out of it. Like, you want the attention. That's the yeah, bottom yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. You want people to say, you either want people to be like, convince you not to quit because they want you around. So you get affirmation and attention that way. Or you just want to seem like you're smart, like, oh, I'm more sophisticated. You guys can waste time here on social media. Yeah, waste all your time. But I'm going to go I'm, into better things. I got, I'm more sophisticated. I'm going to spend my time, like, staring at sunsets and taking pictures of it. I don't know what the fuck you do. But, like, she some, just goes to Cosmo. Which they did a People perfect People magazine, thing. us, all that shit. They did a perfect explanation of just what you said with Scott Malkinson. Oh. Scott Malkinson going into Mackie's fucking goddamn counselor's office and saying he's going to quit. And Mackie's like, no, don't quit. Ma- Mackie is representing representing the friends on social media the friends he's who the are counselor nice. and i love it get it he's the counselor he's counseling <laughs> yeah. them to tell them not to quit and that's what he's doing with scott malgerson scott malgerson no i'm gonna do it he's like no never mind never mind you're right you're right i'm not gonna do it and he leaves the office and then he comes back three seconds later and's like no i'm gonna do it mackie i'm gonna do it and it's it's the same thing. They touch for like that 20, so well. For 24 hours straight, every five minutes, he calls up Mr. Mackey. I'm going to quit just to be convinced that people want to have him around. Mackey's like, no, you don't what understand. What would your parents think? What would oh, you, your friends are going to miss you and all that. So like over and over again. So Matt Alkelson gets affirmation and it's fucking sad. It's genius is what it is that they did that. Oh, yeah. Dude, because like I saw a post that said, man, 20 years later and South Park is like this is this might be one of their best fucking seasons yet just because of what they're touching on because everyone can relate. Yeah. They're relating to everybody. They're not doing these little secret jokes like fucking Officer Robert and smacked in the face with a cat. On the, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like these little jokes that we get because say we're fans of fucking uh, uh, what's it called? The British fucking guys. Um, Monty Python. Monty Python. Those little things that we understand or like throwback jokes. No, they're trying to connect with a wider audience and that's why they're doing this whole social and actually, media thing. And it doesn't feel like how some shows will try to hit the quote-unquote younger demographic and it feels so forced it's like i don't know if you guys ever seen that picture it's like a picture of steve buscemi dressed as a kid holding a skateboard he's like hello oh, yeah. fellow kids yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and that's what it, a lot of shows feel like it's them trying so hard to appeal to the kids but for south park it's just a natural thing it's like oh no this is what's going on we're going to talk about it. Everyone's like, yeah, it's super relatable because you guys are brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So then they do that. Like, is this social media homicide or suicide? What's funny is I quit Facebook for three fucking years for some weird reason, but I still had Instagram. So you'd be like, that doesn't count. But I mean, I, you know, I felt kind of good for quitting for three years. What? Why? Just randomly quit. I was in a relationship. No, not why. Why did it feel good? I don't know. No, no it felt good. Was like, it just because you quit. weren't no, on it or did you actually benefit from it? 
I just read more. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fair. That's why I got on my books. I mean, yeah. like I looked at when I when I quit, no, that's fair. And when I uploaded again. Well, or when you don't have an online presence, you don't learn things like anon. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true because because when I didn't, that's funny. But <laughs> that's funny. When I when I wasn't online, and when I came back online and I joined the group chat and I started like posting shit that I thought was funny, memes and stuff. Everyone's like, dude, that's so old, bro. Like, everyone kept doing that to me. Remember it took that? you a while to catch up. So yeah. fucking long. So I guess it's better to be, I think it's better to be online because I was <laughs> I out of the fucking loop. I'm just online and I just don't post a lot. And then when I do post, I make sure that it's super raunchy so then everybody looks at me. And the good thing about social media is, like, is the connection to news. That's the, yeah. that's the best thing. Get, the, yeah. Not just, not like just political or world news, like serious depressing shit, but shit you're... <laughs> 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 I think it's world. Come on, the world is depressing. It is so depressing. But like shit, they no depressing in, like, shit sells. Like, That's like what it dude, is. I get like like so much of my fight news from yeah, me too. Facebook. Like, cause I follow, yeah. cause I'm friends with a couple of writers Reddit, in Reddit magazine. Same thing. Yeah. Also on Twitter and Instagram, I get so much fight Twitter's, news and shit from that. Uh, yeah. Movie news, comic book news, all that stuff. It's just fucking. It's constantly getting shoved in my face. Social media, and I'm happy about. I get all my news from the internet. I wouldn't have discovered. I, I fuck, dude. I probably wouldn't even started like really getting in depth with even writing if I wouldn't discover Deadite Press. Deadite Press Eraser Bread, my favorite genre of writing, macabre. I got that from when I joined social media again and I discovered Jeff Burke and I discovered podcasts and I started listening to these Speaking of which, Brian it, King. it allows us to try and shove this podcast down our friends' throats. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, don't yeah. forget to rate and review us. <laughs> <laughs> and I discovered Brian King. That's not a fuck. No, that's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, people. I was really serious. rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, it's all right. It's like, all right. It's say, really that, say that easy. again, Adney. Rate and review more. No, seriously, like. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke. This is a very serious message that we're trying to send to you. It's, it's very important that you actually go on iTunes or your podcast app and you read and review us. I'm not. I'm not even, I'm not even laughing. I don't know what you're And you're Sarah McLaughlin's weak. <laughs> oh my god! That might be no, that is. That's and don't you change it? Because last episode, the perfect title for last week's episode oh, was the that. bubble gum in my snow cone. <laughs> that was the perfect title, and you didn't do it. You did another one. I thought you guys would have left the. I thought honestly, no. I sent Dak both of them, and she said, "I don't know. I think the guys would like the other one better." I prefer. Well, snow obviously, cone. she doesn't know us. There's Moving no, on. There's no bubble gum in my snow. Yeah, <laughs> but you're Sarah. McLaughlin. I remember that. You're See, I remember that quote. I don't remember the quote that you put. Your Sarah McLaughlin is weak. <laughs> McLaughlin's weak. <laughs> that's the one, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Your Sarah McLaughlin. What were we talking weak. about for this? <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. Was that, oh, we talking about South Park. Mm. Yeah, remember berries. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Cartman basically says, and they explain it's a social media homicide, suicide. Then you know they can't figure out where Cartman is, and he goes, "Well, why don't you just." You know, get a hold of them and see, you know, see yeah, which one Brown it is. Flowski asked the police, why don't you try and get a hold of them there? And they say, at what? <laughs> at what? <laughs> <laughs> like, super serious, like, at what, sir? He has no social media. How are we going to get a hold of him? At what? Like, I love that fucking... And it's a Suck. small town. They can go to his house. Everyone knows where he lives. He lives three doors down. Everyone knows uh, uh, Leanna Cartman. Oh, everybody Because she's a crack whore. 
That's a legitimate thing. She smokes crack. She's she's four. Which is the end of Carmen's based off of Trey Parker's ex fiance, but we're not gonna. Get into oh, that. by the way, listen. What was it? Uh, was it Orgasmo? It, no, no, no. It's um, it's fucking Cannibal the Musical. Look, yeah, yeah. Get Cannibal the Musical. It's like two dollars on Amazon. Get it just for the director commentary because they play a drinking game. Their whole their entire commentary is a drinking game, and that's funny alone. But it d- dissolves into Trey Parker being drunk and bitching about it's his ex-wife. It's a podcast before podcasts were a thing. I swear to God, it's him just like my fucking ex fiance. Oh, she fucking cheated on me for some asshole who was the manager at some fucking grocery store. I mean, I'm worth two million dollars, <laughs> but like <laughs> now he's worth three hundred million. But still, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's stupid. Fuck, it's a it's the fucking rambling of a madman it's, it's a, great, great it's cracked even talks about it which is so <laughs> <Yeah>. good <laughs> uh, so they realize okay at what sir at what that's what they say and then now Carmen doesn't really know what to sir. do and then the latest on the episode prior to that um, one of the girls quit because her, her Heidi. mom kept Heidi Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Turner's mom or Heidi Turner quits because her mom keeps having a dick shoved in her mouth by a skank hunt and then, so she ends up getting with Cartman, and she goes, this is where, like, she brings Cartman, who has no social media, to a spot in a park where everyone without social media hangs out. And it's, like, he's like super what? scary. He's like, what is he's like, what is this place? Like, here's where all the lost souls go. <laughs> <laughs> it's purgatory, basically. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and, like, they all yeah. talk. They all talk like children of the corn or something. <laughs> it's like, yes, I have no friends. No one follows me. And it's so it's creepy. It's so and terrifying and fucking sad. Like, 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 the, like when, these are all the weirdest people. <laughs> when Skank Hunt fucking was killing it, there's a Swedish... Was she Swedish? That killed her son? Yeah. So there's a Swedish girl who's like... Who had feminism, breast cancer. Like, like in this fucking Joe Feminism, all that shit. Who had breast cancer. Skank Hunt basically creates a fucking... A bunch of fucking troll emails that's like... Uh, no, no ma... Titties. <laughs> like, just a bunch of random ones that basically is just making fun of breast cancer. And they're reading... The, the lady who's the hosting the show is reading them out loud. And all the other women in the audience are pissed. So is the girl next Wait, door. Wait, wasn't she it She doesn't notice. <laughs> Maybe it was. I feel like they made fun of her because it's good. She doesn't notice that these are all troll names. And so Skanka fucking destroys. He's so happy. Gerald Bravosky's so happy because he's fucking wrecking shop. He's getting... He's world-renowned now. And well, she, fuck. she ends up committing fucking suicide. And I love this. Like literal suicide yeah. this time. Not social. Like she jumps off a fucking building and she crashes onto a car and explodes. Which hell reminded me of the <laughs> movie when he comes up and he fucking beep beep. Like in, in the movie. <laughs> it's not what have I done? It's Conan. You love that movie, Conan. You laugh. <laughs> we, we, watched it to, we watched it together. <laughs> you you laugh. <laughs> And he goes up and he just goes up and fucking beep beep. I farted once on the set of Blue Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, deep, those are that deep cuts. medium cuts. Medium cuts. <laughs> People have to know. To surface, the, that's a surface medium cut. Medium cut. That's a surface cut. That's a surface cut. If you're a fan cut. of South Park. If you haven't seen the South that's Park movie, cut. you call yourself a person. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a fan of South Park, but a human being. <laughs> like, so, you're fucking up. Yeah. So then... He runs into the bathroom, Joe Bofoski, and he's like, fuck, 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 what did I do, what did I do, what did I do? And he's in the shitter, and he's pulling a Randy Marsh, totally Randy Marsh moment. He's, like, yelling, like, fuck, fuck, what did I do, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, he's, oh shit. No, no shit. shit. <laughs> because he's upset he made someone commit suicide, but everyone thinks he's shit. He's not now. upset. He's so stoked off himself. Yeah, that's what it makes it seem like, though, that he's, like, freaked he's out He seems like he's it. panicking, like, oh, I'm, I'm in trouble now. Yeah. He's coming in his pants. 
And then, so fast forward, that's basically the episode, both episodes. And then fast forward to Sweden, and I love it because most trolls and gnomes and everything like that are from these, like, uh, European, like, Eastern European countries. That's not Eastern European, that's, that's like... uh, Northern European? Yeah, Yeah, Northern European. These, uh, there's a fucking term for it. For that area of Europe, okay. So it's like the the basically the the Rocky Mountains of Europe, okay. The Rocky, <laughs> no, not not just Sweden. It's all not, the people talking not, like not just not just Sweden, but it's like <laughs> Norway and all these other different places. These are where trolls. All these gnomes, Viking, very very Norse white. Mo- these Norse motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, very very white people <laughs> that Gold. like they all they're all the ones that make up the gnomes the and not trolls the, not the, not the, the fairies that's where they come not from the, not the angry white people like the germans and the british and the french but like the really goofy white people you know what i mean the ones that we love uh, <laughs> i would love to go there man It'd be awesome Dude, yeah are you kidding me I definitely would love to go there <laughs> I'm not getting shot one time over there. <laughs> you but might get a, a dirty look if that, you have sex with a guy's wife. He deal. might look at you angry. But yeah. they basically they gave you this country where everyone rallies together and they need to destroy the troll. But it's so on the nose because of the fact that these were. He's like, we've been, been fighting trolls for thousands exactly. of years. We've fought all the trolls. <laughs> and we know that the real way to defeat the troll <laughs> is by saying its name. <laughs> saying its name three times, like, or whatever. And it's totally like you need to destroy destroy the trolls it's i fucking love it it's but it's so funny because i love that those those are the cultures that created this and they totally go back to that with it so yeah that's the season uh where, where, where <laughs> so we, far where we think it's leading is like we uh, i assume at least it's leading to where cartman's gonna come head to head with skank hunt i think that's the whole that's the whole thing. I think it's going to be... Gonna, that's a course, part of Cartman's art. And they got to Cartman... tie in the election, yeah. too, because they've been hitting the election hard. Yeah. They turned, like, uh, Garrison, oh, who is a, a Garrison, that. who's a stand-in for Donald Trump, acknowledging that he's a piece of shit and that he's... He's he like, doesn't I have know, no idea what he to has do. no idea to run the country, and he's trying to tell the people, I have no idea how to run the country. And everyone's but just Hillary, cheering. And like, which is, a, which is like... Amazing. And, like, and they do a great so job amazing. of depicting who Hillary Clinton is. And Hillary Clinton is, like, the quintessential, like, the... Basic politician, the most basic fucking someone who's going to say whatever is read to them or whatever. Like, she's very scripted and very, like, the whole business as usual type thing. And, like, this is what all politicians are. This is the fucking epitome of it is that's what Hillary Clinton is. And all she knows how to do is reply with, my opponent is untrustworthy. <laughs> and, like, you cannot listen to what he says. And <laughs> my it's like, opponent is a liar and he cannot be trusted. And what he's saying is... She should be president. I don't know what I'm doing. And then she replies with that. And so everyone's confused. Like, both these. He goes, what the fuck? I'm (laughs) handing it to you. I'm giving you the election. I should not be. I have no. At least she kind of knows what she's doing. At least she knows what she's doing. She's a politician. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Which you ever hear Donald Trump talk. He is like. Say like, how is anyone in the, in the running after the dumb shit that's coming out of just leaking out of his stupid mouth? How is like, oh god! Like if he was against anyone else, if anyone, it would be a if any other, if anyone else spoke like that, mm-hmm. they'd be out so fucking fast. Could you imagine if fucking Bernie Sanders said anything like nah. that? He'd have been It'd a joke. If, if back in 08, if Barack Obama said any of that kind of shit, if he if he had a bunch of failed businesses or anything like that, like I mean, come on, if anyone else. Was like this, but for some reason, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's because we have. Because it's because she's against. Hillary, there's guys that have been kicked out, 
like Cruz got kicked out because he's just weird. <laughs> and like he gave a weird, weird hug to a weird hug to his wife. The the New Jersey the, guy like, got kicked out because he liked face. too much soda. There was another <laughs> Anthony Weiner got fucking taken out because he sent some dick pics on Twitter by accident. <laughs> yeah, and there's it's another like, person that got kicked out because he was doing like he was a black guy. He was going like woo woo. Ooh, he was saying like to do some crazy catchphrase, and, and he got guy? kicked <laughs> out. That's what it is. That's what that it was, was a white dude. Oh, white guy. Okay. <laughs> and that's that's all it took. <laughs> yeah, that's all it fucking took. And yet Trump's over here. I'm gonna build a wall on Mexico. They're gonna pay for it. And yet everyone's supporting them. He's a businessman. I think you'd be doing good yeah. at it. Like and no all his business. If you just listen to the podcast, we'll tell you he had stakes being sold at Circuit Fucking City. Sharper and they image. failed. Is Sharper Image that a Circuit City? Dude, no, I was at my fucking barber and some fucking old white dude was saying like like a start off an innocent, like somebody brought up Paul like and I was like, oh, don't bring up politics. Do not bring up politics yeah. in a public place. Dodge, That's not, dodge, you do not dodge, bring up religion dodge. or politics yeah. in a public place. Anywhere. With anywhere. strangers. With yeah. strangers. That's something like, like if you want to I immediately your shut down. Every like, time. I, like, I was, I was like just trying to, I was like trying to ignore it. But he, then he like, it's, it started from, oh, I don't know. Hillary Clinton doesn't seem trustworthy. That's how it started. And it fucking snowballed into, I like Trump. I mean, this guy's got some great ideas. I think he knows what he's doing. Blah, blah. And I fucking was like, and I was like, well, actually, he's not that good of a businessman because he failed in his airlines. He failed in both of his magazines. He failed in like, and I just named all the things. He tried to sell steaks at Sharper Image. And it was just like, how The reason fucking- why he hasn't had to pay his federal taxes was because in 2000 he had such a big loss on his business 928 million dollars to be more precise he lost so much money that the government was like dude you lost so much money that we'll comp you essentially for about 15 years and then once you're good once everything's fine then you'll start paying and that's why he was able to go on national television and say I don't pay taxes and have no repercussion for it was because he lost 928 million dollars this is the same motherfucker who's calling like all Hispanic immigrants fucking mooches and leeches because (laughs) that even though they do pay even like they pay fucking like at least packs from their checks and shit like that or whatever and they have to like oh they don't pay fucking taxes even the ones that don't like, they don't pay taxes, so they're fucking criminals. They're evil. They need to be fucking left and all that stuff. It's like, you haven't paid taxes in 10 years, bro. <laughs> no, he hasn't paid taxes in 16 years. But he's savvy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's smart. We're going to end on this note. Schrodinger's immigrant. <laughs> Schrodinger's immigrant. <laughs> Too lazy to work, but stealing all your jobs. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what you That's Schrodinger's immigrant. Oh, God. No one's going to get Shouldn't even brought politics up. Fight! Fight fucking talk! Fight fucking talk to talk talk! Fight fucking talk! Talk talk to talk to talk to fight! Huh? Fight fuck talk! Hey feely! Fight fuck talk! Huh? Touch! Touch my cock! Cock cock! Cock cock! Fight talk! So this isn't gonna be... Touchy feely is no, 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 And he wants touchy bitches to touch his cock because he's the fucking man! He's the champ! Okay, he's not the champ. No, he's not the champ! He's not the champ! But he's the champ of getting bitches to touch his cock! He's ranked in the Maybe top 15 now. He is ranked in the ranked top 15, the top 15, 15. Yeah. And right. he's school. Okay. Let's bring it back a little bit. Con- con- he yeah. keeps saying touchy-feely. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Andre, Andre Feely. Feely. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I talked about him last podcast. He was on the undercard for this last um, UFC Portland event that happened. And he performed amazingly. He on came how, many, in, how many weeks notice? I think was two, two weeks. weeks? Two weeks notice? Yeah, yeah. Thirteen Late days. replacement? Late Out replacement. Out of nowhere, hey, do you want to fight on this big event against a guy who's ranked fucking 12th in the world? Yep. He's like, fuck yeah, I do. What are you talking about? 
Duh. And it's not that big of a trip either because he's in sack, sack to Portland. That's not that bad. And he's coming off a very, yeah, he's coming off a huge knockout loss and he wanted to redeem one himself. Of like, like one of the biggest highlights of the fucking year was Yair Rodriguez's yep. win over him. They would not stop replaying it. Was, it's every, even if Yair Rodriguez wasn't fighting, Feely wasn't fighting, they're just like, oh, let's just promote the sport. <laughs> show that fucking yeah, thing. Show that it's like, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, we got it. It was so hard to watch too <laughs> not because cool, Feely's dude. like a local, well, he, like he's as local is we're gonna get like the the, the chances of well, someone coming out of Reno well, are well, really we, really that's low. The thing is like well, me and Steve are from Sacramento. Right. Like, he, he grew up and he was born. He wasn't born in Sacramento, but he grew up in Sacramento. So it's like the fucking you know the, the fucking hometown, hometown hero. hero. Yeah. yeah. Hometown <laughs> hero. For Paige sure. Van Zandt as well. Yeah. Paige exactly. Van Zandt's like, actually how, from like, you Reno. You gotta show support. Over you know? Yeah. Like exactly. how could you or not? Team out right? All fucking day. You have a boxer from Urington too. Jesse Brinkley. So there you go. And then we also got Stockton, which is right near Sacramento. So we get the Diaz brothers. Like these are these are places. Well, also um, well, they're close. No, to us. no, also Sacramento is fucking uh, the California kid. Yeah, uh, Uriah Faber. Uriah Faber. We yeah. Uriah Faber. I mean, and you have all yeah. Team Alpha male from over Sacramento. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, so yeah. There you go. and also, yeah, another guy coming up. His name is Blake. The Beast McKiernan, who trains at Dark Star Boxing Gym, my old gym in Sacramento, he's coming up. He just signed with Golden Boy. Oh, what right about on. the other guy? Fucking Adney the Bat Moreno. He comes in as Batman. He's all Bruce Wayne now. Somebody come here. I'm the fucking Stupid. But um, yeah. So like. We're all huge fans of Feely because that motherfucker comes to fight no Every matter what. Win or lose, like he's not. He he's comes not to the... fuck and he comes to fight. <laughs> <laughs> he comes to fight and then he goes home to fuck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, he, yeah. he'll he... be nothing. He'll be nothing. <laughs> like so, he's like he's get like so he has this like he has this loss and of course he was devastated and he's like I gotta he's like no no fuck that I'm gonna prove myself I can't wait to get another fight I need another fight I'm gonna go in there I'm gonna prove what I'm about. Fuck this! Like I got, I'm on part part of like he's in an interview. He's talking about I'm on team alpha male. I got all these great fighters, these guys who are icons of the sport, and I know these guys. It's like I'm not here just to be their friend. I'm here on their level. I'm gonna prove on their level. Even before he even was signed to this yeah. fight, he was saying that like I'm gonna prove to everyone. I'm gonna prove to the world. Team that alpha I, male, that's I, so cool. I deserve to be on this world class level. And then out of nowhere, this fucking guy who's like seen as like oh this guy's up and coming guy and fucking he's great. Oh wait, his opponent got injured and we need someone to replace him. Two weeks no. And of course, Feely jumps to the fucking task, jumps. and not just jumps at the opportunity, but rises to the occasion. Right, that's a and great way to put it. Absolutely fucking awesome performance, man. He came out that first round, and he was absolutely ferocious. He put so much intel. It wasn't just running at the guy; it was intelligent pressure. He was going. He was. He was moving. He was constantly a lot of fucking head movement and upper body movement. He was switch hitting, going from orthodox to southpaw, giving so many, and like uh, the commentators like, oh my god, he's giving him so many angles. Yeah. Diaz does not know how to react. He doesn't know how to time. He doesn't know what to do. And Feely just caught him off guard and was nailing him, especially with that left hand. Yeah, the left was there. A straight left night. from the southpaw position, and then like left hooks from the orthodox position. He put it on him, man. Dude, I just loved how he would be coming forward in one minute, like he'd be like orthodox to next, he's southpaw, and he's literally stepping forward, like right, left right left like what do you want to do and he's fainting and then he's dipping his head and he's Tipped fainting him off guard and then a boom bit, right? he's, fucking getting him. he's showing him like like Dude, look at me what do you want to do I'm I'm ambidextrous homeboy like I'll <laughs> fuck you up whatever you want to do I'll throw it he's trying to confuse him I love that I think that was his best great. performance he looked like TJ Dillashaw he really he had there were so many who little things who was a part things, of Team Alpha who was a part of Team Alpha Mel, who is the number one contender who people will argue beat Cruz in that title fight there it go it's it's one of those decisions where it's like you yeah, could go this way you could have gone either way. Go that yeah, way yeah yeah 
But regardless, he looked, there were instances where I was like, wow, that's really Dillashaw-esque. Like, that's something that TJ Dillashaw does. That's And it's because he has the same coaches that are alpha male. He has great coaches, and he has a great head on his shoulders. He's not going out there to just try to slang and bang. He's not going out there head hunting. He's going out there to be a fucking fighter. He, he's going to be a complete fighter. He's not going to be able to just strike. He's going to be able to go to the ground. He's going to be able to do everything. If you're going to yeah. try to take him down, he's going to defend your takedowns. And he wants to be note, a complete fighter. On that note, his takedown defense was really, was really Really good in this fight. He kept like like the fact like um there's a couple of times but it seemed like he was about to get taken down. And he would just fucking spin the motherfucker, take yeah. him down, and it was it was just it was the best good. move of the night that I got a hard on for was when he would get taken down and Diaz was on top of him. Whether it's in half mount, um, side control, full uh, full guard, whatever he was in, there would be a point in which um, Philly would wait and he was like he would wait for. Diaz to posture up, which means uh, to separate himself from you, so he can start landing punches. Create distance, yeah. Create distance while while still on top of you. And he would try to posture up. Every time he would try to posture up, Diaz would bridge or Feely. Feely would bridge out. Like he would throw his hips up, and he would like he had so much force and so much just pop. He would explode with it. He, he was so he, much explosions that the was, dude couldn't keep. Yeah. He couldn't stay on top of it. It was perfect timing. And he, he would just he, wait. He, he was, was waiting. conserving his energy. Yeah. He was conserving. He's like, I'm going to use my energy intelligently. Yeah. I'm going to time this guy. And it's the same as when you're t- timing a counter punch or something like that. But it's, of course, it's on the ground game. He timed his opponent perfectly. So when Diaz was getting ready to lay down the, that ground and pound, boom, he th- fucking bucking Bronco type so shit. fucking disrupted solid. It. He disrupted his rhythm so well. Kept him guessing. Kept him on his toes, not knowing what to do, and Philly, um, like, dominated the first two rounds. And then, of course, you go into the third round, and uh, Diaz started coming back a little bit. He a little did, bit, he, he yeah. Did, he, like, got he did a lot of groundwork. Yeah, he was, do- he was trying to submit him. But that Fili- first, like, the first few minutes were, you, I was like, okay, I'm leaning towards uh, Diaz in this one. And then Feely came back yep. and, like, put an emphasis on him. Like, no, I'm not, lying. I'm not lying down here, motherfucker. You made the adjustment, I'll make one back. Yep. I'm outsmarting you now. I'm better than you. He is, too. And he, it was he, terrific. That was a, that's one of the best performances I've seen him in. The, I, I really do feel like yeah. the Yara Rodriguez fight was a fluke. Because it was like a lucky kick. I don't think he'll get caught with that again. And I think he's going to climb the fucking ranks and all the support to fucking Feely all fucking day. I think that, um, I see, I mean, like it might be just the fact that he's more focused than ever now. And like the fact that he is just getting better and better with every fight. And he's young. And he's yeah, so he's got young. a lot of time for improvement. I think he's just going to keep getting I'm better. I'm so stoked. Dude. And he I'm said so he wants stoked. to fight inside. Like the, the, the post fight interview was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of fucking people don't like me. <laughs> My personality for everybody, ain't for everybody. I don't give a he's fuck. Is that a problem with his personality? Like, I don't. Is he a Joel character? Because that's he's, the. Uh, I think, well, I mean, Joel's friend. Joel's you would have to know okay. Joel. So for those, those I could see it. I can see it. The post fight interview was was no, funny. No, and I enjoyed. He's it like, too. I don't care, man. I just want to fucking go home and eat a bunch of pizza yeah. and play with my pitbull puppy. <laughs> <That's what> he <laughs> <said>. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, and he goes like, so Joel how- said that, right? Because that's a Joel line. That's hell yeah, Joel. And like the and like the interviewer was like asking him like, okay, so like, how do you feel about this performance? Like, do you know I came in? I'm like, what? Two, three weeks notice. I found the guy where he like ranked 11th or 12th. I don't know. I'm not good at math. I'm a fighter. Uh, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, but I better be ranked after this. He's like, I better be ranked in the top 15. This is ridiculous. Like, yeah. if that guy's ranked there and I beat him like this, and he is, he's ranked in the... Uh, and it was handedly. Like, Diaz had, like, maybe, I'll say, out of 15 minutes, three minutes where you could have given it to Diaz. The, the other fucking 12, 12 fucking minutes were solid fucking feely all fucking day. 
And he was like, I really want to fight in Sacramento next. He's like, yeah, I was like, I was born, you know, in this different area. But like, I grew up, you know, my life is in Sacramento. I want to come home. I want to fight in Sacramento. And it's like, fuck yeah. We're going to get a Sacramento card and we're definitely no, going to go. We're going to get it. And I, I imagine that. I don't care uh, if he's fighting uh, a fucking. I imagine Dillershaw, Faber, Garbrandt. And Feely will all be on dude, the Sacramento card. Dude, that, that's a monster. Yeah. I mean, if they're smart about it, which they are. I mean, look at UFC 205. They're smart. They're not fucking They stupid. know how to stack a card. They know they're how to really, stack a card. They're really smart so. about that. They're really good. And then when you're hearing this, it's going to be right after UFC 204. I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. And I'm going to say that Michael Bisping is still and still the middleweight champion. And I'm going to say Beat he does Damn it in no. three rounds, um, probably via head kick. Now, only reason I'm saying that is because his coach came out and said that he's going to knock him out with a head kick. <laughs> you motherfucker. I don't think he's going to knock him out with a head kick. I think it's probably going to go the decision. I don't think he's going to knock him yeah. out. I think it's going to go five rounds. In my, like, incredible novice. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I wanted to go back to something because it has to okay. do with boxing. So, the Feely fight was a great fight. I honestly would put it as performance of the night. And the reason why I would put it as performance of the night isn't because it was better than the co-main and the main, but it was because both of them showed up as professionals and then they fought. They made weight and then they fucking fought. The co-main and main event both didn't make weight. You had one guy come in, actually five Diaz and didn't a make half pounds. Diaz came in over. No fucking way. Okay, so here's what I really wanted to get. Yeah, at. And, and Feely talked about it in the interview too. He's like, "Hey, I'm the one who came. I came in like short notice, and I'm the one who came in like uh, underweight." Like, he made a point to say that. Like, because fuck that guy. 12-1 in the UFC is crazy. Or, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. I'm reading stuff. Anyways, um, how many times within, let's just say this last year, within the 2016 year, did you have guys not make weight within big money fights? That's what in I want to know. As uh, in the co-main and the main event. Because boxers hit their weight almost Every fucking time, no matter what that weight might be, and what's becoming a trend within the UFC is for them to be either a half a pound or a pound over, and then they submit 20% of their purse, but then they'll come in the next day, and they'll be more rejuvenated than they would have if they sucked down that last pound. It's basically saying, it's, it's it's a fucking bullshit move of saying like, oh, like you, they, they, they don't try 100% to cut the weight, they'll try like, uh, 75%. To kind of cut the weight and like fuck it, I'm gonna not kill myself. I'll just pay out some extra money, and it's basically paying money for an advantage because that yeah. means you're automatically gonna be stronger. You're gonna rehydrate. You're gonna be way fucking heavier on the night of the fight. It's this a, guy waiting. It's a, a fucked up advantage. Floyd Mayweather actually did that to Juan Manuel Marquez. Oh really? Yeah, it was fucked up. I mean, he would have won that fight anyways, easy, but it was still fucked up. So, Cowboy Oliveira came in. Five and a half pounds over at the weigh-in, and then he weighed five in pounds. Five and a half pounds. Five and over. a half pounds over, and that's a big thing that's, that's going on within the community. Yeah, like, like that's some people like if you're if you're not a big fight fan and you're listening to that, you're like, so what? But like for a fighter, five and a half pounds. That's I have a leftover Taco Bell burrito, man. I just tore it up. It was great. Gross. What do you really need to interrupt me for that? You're such a piece of shit. Are you rehydrating? (laughs) But yeah, and then that was at the weigh-in. So (laughs) then there was a stipulation made between him and Will Brooks, or between management. I'm not exactly sure the the details or iffy, but 
the agreement was that he couldn't, he literally could not fight if he weighed over 175 pounds. 175 pounds. They're fighting at 155. And they allowed him They're a 20 fucking 20, pound 20 difference. 20 pounds is such an That's enormous so advantage. Big. So when they walked into the ring, Will Brooks probably weighed, I want to say, like 162. Oliveira easily weighed 175. I would say 176, that's, that's 77. The, that's like, the danger in both combat sports is that guys who should be fighting at, let's say, for example, somebody who should be fighting at 160. That's their natural weight class. But they cut down to 147, right? They have a natural huge advantage and they can cut weight and they only have to last – they only have to weigh 147 for like – for 10 minutes, yeah. 10, 15 minutes, and then they can rehydrate and they're back to their normal strength and they weigh 160. Meanwhile, their opponent, when they rehydrate, they weigh 151. Exactly. And it's this enormous fucking advantage. It's like you're naturally way bigger, so it's like this guy is fighting out of his weight class and that's unfair for you to do that. But it, since you got a couple of guys doing it, everyone wants to meet that advantage. Next thing you know, everybody in the sport is cutting weight hard so they, just to avoid being at a disadvantage. And it's hurting their fucking health and that's when you get like these really fucked up things that happen but it's like also that. hurting the other fighters now because now you have someone coming in at 175 and will brooks is probably coming in at 160 maybe so that's, that's literally 15 pounds that's pretty significant within a sanctioned professional fucking fight and then on top of that the uh, charles Oliveira threw a great knee and it wound up breaking a rib so on top of the weight disadvantage I feel that it was because of the weight disadvantage that he was even able to put that much force, technique, mental ability into that knee was because he didn't have to dehydrate himself so much and then he didn't have to focus yeah. on rehydrating himself. Because that was five and a half pounds he just didn't, exactly. even, didn't, didn't have to cut. Exactly, fucking worry about. And that last just five pounds is literally the hardest fucking five pounds. Absolutely. And so... Because you already got rid of all the water weight. Now you're like trying to lose mass. Yeah. And it's killing you. And I think that's really fucked up. Especially like like like, like the feely thing of he was he wasn't even prepared to fight and yet he still Two came in on weight. Two weeks fucking notice. And, he's and that's because awesome. awesome. I think that has I'm underweight. You're not underweight. Part, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Mm-hmm. A part Good of that luck. is like his, natu- his natural frame is he's not like this like, you know, like yeah, a fucking boat guy. The other thing is he's like, he's not out of shape. He is a bit of a gym rat. He stays in shape. I've seen the guy after eating a buka to fucking bet and he's not fucking he doesn't gain a bunch of weight which like is an Italian restaurant out in Sacramento which they do serve when one person orders a meal it's for four people it's a huge course oh, wow. it's a family style restaurant yeah, the guy so, like, yeah, in the middle like me. going yeah. out like just going out and like the guy still doesn't he doesn't look he looks like he's in the same shape as when he goes and fights yeah. like he doesn't gain a lot of weight he's like cause he keeps in shape it's a fucking smart thing to do Best a way. lot of guys a lot of fighters uh, in both combat sports, they're the kind of personality where it's like, a, like, oh, I'm, I'm a fucking uh, adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. So when the fight's over, they go and do shit. That's why a lot of fighters have tr- trouble with cocaine and drugs and shit and alcoholism because they're looking for another thrill while they're not fighting. And they gain a bunch of weight. Roberto Duran had that problem. Ricky Hatton, a much more uh, recent example, had that problem. And, of course... Unfortunately, Tyson Fury, who's so dealing with I was about to mention. I was about to say Tyson Fury. We're going to come to Tyson Fury here, but issues. I can wrap it up real fast, and then we'll go and we'll go, bounce go, over go, go, to Tyson go, go, go. Fury. Um, I, I just want to say, say Tyson Fury did a little cocaine. That not only, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Then the main event, the main event, the main event also missed his weight, but it was only by a half a pound. And so this is where another thing with the weight comes into play is because if you come and you do the weigh-in early, so they give you a window, and I think it's from 9 to 11, 
the next morning, which is the day of the fight. And they give you 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. to come in and weigh in. But the problem is, is they only give it to you once. So if you come in at 9 and you miss it by half a pound, you can't come back in no, at 11 no, 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 no. to shed that half a pound. The, what, I think they should the allow that. Hold on. Let oh, me just sorry. recap yeah, this yeah. real fast. I think they should allow for that second attempt maybe not three but at least a second attempt if it's a half a pound if it's under let's say a pound but then going back to how charles Oliveira missed his weight by five and a half pounds it didn't matter if he missed his weight by a half a pound or five and a half pounds the only penalty for him missing weight was going to be 20 percent of the purse so if he literally figured that in he was like oh okay well i'll lose 20 percent but if i win the fight then am i really losing 20 percent because i know that if i go and i try to make the weight I don't feel that I can I can win the fight because I'm so dehydrated and I'm so and drained. Up, yeah. So what it's, I think they need to implement is I think they need to start doing it in tier systems. So you go oh, from yeah. a half a pound to a pound and a half, it's twenty percent. A pound and a half to two and a half pounds, it's thirty percent. Three and a half to four and a half. Instead of you get this wide range exactly. fucking window. As soon as you're over, it's just the same amount. Like I could be exactly. 30 pounds overweight. Yeah. And I'm still paying the same amount as a guy who just who killed himself. Mm-hmm. A guy who almost fu- who was throwing up, almost fainted doing the weigh-in, because he was just a half a pound over. He had to pay 20%. I didn't even fucking try. I was eating Twinkies like Adrian Broner. Exactly. And I fucking came in 30 pounds overweight and I paid the same amount. And no. guess no. what? And now Fuck. you have a heart. That's bullshit, and, yeah. And now you have a heart hit because guess what you have the weight behind it mm-hmm. but that's what's fucked up exactly if you do teardrop system to where like you just said this much because that that is fucking smart that makes people want to get down to this you don't want to lose money right that's the whole point the whole point of fighting is to make and the money thing off the of you the fighting and so if you're gonna fucking do that if you feel like okay I can have this 30 pounds on somebody but only use lose 20% of the purse why not why not fuck this person up who's who's broken themselves down who would it, which it is bad for your system when you're broken down to this fucking this low like even Joe brings it up all the time how it's fucked up how people have are forced to lose this weight because it's very unhealthy healthy for you very unhealthy you dehydrate yourself we adney used to jog like this randy a friend of ours who is a fighter uh, uh, um, an amateur mixed martial arts fighter who wears the plastic bags over his oh, body bro, and it, they get, lose water weight mm-hmm. and they get dehydrated imagine doing that right before a fucking fight a I day before it. a fight your body is not going to be fine the next day you can drink as much water as you want your body still lost all this water weight your body's fucked up. Your body's weak. So, yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, a lot of guys will have, like, it weakens your chin. It weakens your punch. You get slower. Your stamina takes a big hit. And that's what, like, what's funny is you'll see a lot of guys at a weight class and, like, they'll be chinny. Like, they, they get mm. like they get hurt easily. Like, oh, that guy doesn't have a chin. And he says, well, actually, it was because I was cutting the weight. I'm moving up now. I'm going to be a lot stronger. A lot of people won't believe that guy, but then it proves he was right. It and proves like, he was right. Miguel on. Cotto is my favorite example of that. When he was weighing 140, he got fucking dropped. He was getting hurt in a, several fights. Everyone's like, oh, that guy doesn't have a chin. Moved up to fucking welterweight, and he's fighting the hardest punchers in the division, and they're not even hurting him. And he's and like, well, they're a little bit, but it's still, it's like these guys are bigger, they're harder punchers, and he's taking them. Right, but he's, he's taking, taking them. the punches well, and he's still beating the shit out of these guys. It's like not having to cut that extra seven pounds helped him so much. Yeah, for sure. The last thing that I want to touch on and to wrap the whole UFC conversation up is that there's one argument, and it's like, well, then why doesn't the fighter take the fight? 
Why doesn't the guy that came in and made weight and he got his show bonus so say let's, fuck you? I'm not fighting you. You just trying to cheat. Let's say this. Like, let's say he pays twenty grand. He gets paid twenty grand just to show up and make weight. You get twenty grand to show up and make weight. And then if your opponent doesn't make weight and he comes in and he's overweight, you get twenty percent of his show that weight. Would be of fun. his show weight. Now, you don't get that show weight. Unless you fight him and there's also another incentive because there's a thing that's called a win bonus So let's say there's a show bonus and a win bonus and it's 2020 that means you show up you get 20 grand you win you get 20 grand So you've made 40 grand off of that one fight So why would will Brooks turn down that fight when he came in he went through camp He did all the things that he needed to do to be a professional He made weight so he gets his 20 grand and then Oliveira comes in five and a half pounds over so he gets 20% of his Show weight. 20 grand. Well, and then on top of that, if he wins, he gets another 20 grand and then another 20% of his win money. Why wouldn't you fight? And the government, this is a job. This is what they do for a living. And that's like 40 grand is more than your average person makes in a year. Seriously. Like, people, are you listening to this? That's right. What I make. That's what I barely, no. barely, I make barely over that. And I bust my fucking ass. And, and you're on hours salary. and hours and hours. Exactly. You're so fucking fuck these You're fighters. a fucking professional. No, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You need to refocus. Clearly joking. So, so fuck, no, fuck. But yeah, fuck no, these no, fighters. Shut up. No, no. He said, I fuck the people who said, to don't fight. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who says that, you're an idiot. Uh, because you're not going to give up a year of your salary, are you? Yeah. Off a of principal? No. You're going to be like, no, well, I need that fucking money, uh, you know, to live. Uh, <laughs> most of these guys have I got to do this thing. It. What's it called again? Living? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Why that's are you so obsessed with money? Because <laughs> I needed to survive. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, I'm not a bajillionaire. Like, like somebody like a, a... Legal tender, bro. <laughs> a superstar. Somebody like a Conor McGregor. Right. You know, somebody like somebody like that who makes that... Heavy ass paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone who makes like a a heavy paycheck. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, throw that joke in there. He can off a principle. Like he's a brat, dude. He's such a fucking brat. He's always trying to like play a fuck games with the UFC and say, "Oh, I'm gonna get it my way. Or I'm gonna fucking fight. You I'll need fucking me. retire. Dana, 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 Dana needs me. He needs me. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I make more money than he. Oh, but he's literally the point. one percent of fighters, like the Mayweathers, like those guys. Yeah, are not guys like Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, like those guys can afford. Yeah. to do some shit off a of principle. But when you're on the fight, they're set for life. No yeah, work. when you're fucking dude, you're just trying. You're not for me. You're coming up. Yeah, you even if you're like within like the top fucking, let's just say the top five through ten, those guys have to take those those chances. If you're in the top five, maybe top three, okay, I can get that. But those top those five to ten contenders, you have to take that. Oh, he came in five because and a half how pounds. Can you make I'm still gonna fight you because if I win, I just came up a little. That's bit. what I was gonna say. How can you Reputation. get down? Yeah. yeah, how can you get down to that one two three, the main three fighters? If you're sitting there. Fucking with the UFC, poking and prodding. Well, we don't need you. You're not our top fighter. Yeah. Sorry. These are our top fighters. That's why a Floyd can do that because Floyd was their number one for a long time. Floyd was their pound for pound fucking champion for mm -hmm. a very Jump long time. <laughs> like Patreon. He was Jump Jump Yeah. <laughs> Floyd was able to fuck around and do that. He was, and he was he, able, he, he was, was the Michael Clark Duncan of fucking. <laughs> he was able to fight boxing. once a year and take a year and a half break. 
And then that all that all the time, everyone's still retire, like retire, quote unquote. People aren't you gonna people mean? aren't gonna like lose respect. Pacquiao for too. <laughs> Pacquiao too. Bro, the retirement. Pacquiao's coming back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's okay, so wait, hold on. Next month. That's the UFC talk. Let's 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 transition real fast because uh, I feel like Tyson Fury is kind of losing his fucking mind a little bit. Oh no, a little he, bit. A he little. Knows. A little bit. Dude, I don't think there's Sorry, been one it. other person. Too much cocaine. One okay. other fighter that's ever done that who's nope. gotten busted for cocaine and then the next day on social media posts himself as Tony Montana. Like, yeah, boy, I am doing cocaine. Do something yeah, about it. Yeah, by the it. way, that was him. That's crazy. He photoshopped <laughs> his own face onto the last scene of Scarface when Tony Montana is sitting at his desk and there's a mountain, a mountain of cocaine and his nose is Which all is, white. Like a fucking light to bar. Argue, that, to argue, that's one of the best scenes in cinema history. <laughs> yeah, and, Sorry, his, his, and he has like the fucking lifeguard nose. It's all yeah. white and on the top and like fucking... That scene for the movie, Tyson Fury photoshopped his head onto that. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking around. And he called, like, and here's the thing is Tyson Fury's always been a little bit weird and fucking crazy. After he... You get that with a couple of boxers, though. Yeah, but, like, he's, like, he's... The clowns. It's like the class clowns of boxers. And he went, uh, like, everyone's just like, oh, wow, he's the biggest clown in the sport right now. Because this motherfucker, when he was trying to promote his fight with Vladimir Klitschko for the uh, legitimate, undisputed heavyweight championship of the world, he wore a Batman costume to a press conference. And not, not, like... A good, not not a cosplay. Not I mean, like your Batman. Not like Ad, or for listeners, Adney <laughs> fucking wore this really legitimate Batman because he's the Bat. We all know this is the Bat of the podcast. Oh, wait till you see my he's next. The, he's Bat. The bat of the wait, cast. no, wait till you see the next Batman cosplay that I'm making right now. When that comes out, wait. Whoa, he's, the, he's the Bat of the cast. Wait till you see my next Batman costume. It's fucking heavy. <laughs> it's gotta be fucking heavy. This cosplay is <laughs> fucking heavy. You fucking, you think you know Bruce Wayne, but I'm his dad. <laughs> I'm Bruce Wayne's fucking daddy. Why are you talking shit? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. You, but like, I, 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 I was like, but Tyson Fury, like, he, sh- he showed up in the, in the cheap fucking Walmart $45 Batman costume. And of course, he had the to get, onesie, the Batman <laughs> onesie. Yeah, he had like, like, a quadruple XL to fit his giant Gypsy King ass. And then he fucking, he did that. And then after he won, he grabbed the microphone and sang. He was saying, oh, he goes, was I, so I think it was bad. the song from Armageddon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was like, don't I don't want to close my eyes. And no, oh, no, let me sing. You guys are, oh, let me sing. Come on, let me, let me. No, I, we I, I, you're singing. No, Chris, <laughs> Go ahead. I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, Annie. <laughs> okay. Barely better than that. Because oh, <laughs> that was money, of course. It's <laughs> hard to beat that. Selena couldn't beat that, but she's dead. Selena? Selena. 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 I got it. She okay. couldn't beat it because she's dead. Selena. And this, guy, so and this guy talks this, this guy talks weird shit. So like everyone's like this guy's a little off. He's a little off a little bit, and then just like a week ago, two weeks ago, he was diagnosed un mentally unfit to fight. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is that?" And he's he, he pulling out, and then he posts a fucking picture that photoshopped as the cocaine kingpin, talking about all oh, fucking round doing all the coke. And it's crazy. And he and got then, busted for coke. Yeah, and yeah, like, he got busted, and he's like, he was like, like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. But he embraced it. So John Jones got busted for coke, and he did the exact opposite. Oh, I'm sorry. And he tried to save face. Tyson Fury is doing the exact because he's opposite. Insane. And here, uh, here's <laughs> the thing: is um, he was diagnosed with uh, serious mental health issues. He says, uh, "Quote: They say I've got a version of bipolar. I'm a manic depressive. I just hope someone kills me before I kill myself." Damn, that's sad. And okay, uh, end, end of quote. 
Because uh, in May, overwhelmed with depression, Fury says he abandoned his training camp in Holland, beginning a downward spiral that culminated with last week's news about cocaine use. From that day forward, I've never done any training, he says. I've been out drinking Monday to Friday, Friday to Sunday, and taking cocaine. I can't deal with it. And the only thing that helps me is when I get drunk out of my mind. So uh, it's not a joke. The guy isn't just fooling around. He really does have a serious mental illness. I really do. Yeah, you said it was Batman, but I feel like he was more Joker. He was like, here we blow. <laughs> 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 Looking at the mountain of cocaine. Yeah. He should have fucking put the choker face on fucking goddamn Tony Montana, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, he, like, he really... I, can, we, I think this is important. Like, he really... Like, the fact that... I'm glad that he, he has taken head punishment. It might have made things worse. But the fact that it's he's in... He's still in his prime. And this is being talked about. I think is really important. He didn't fight for another 10 years and f- suffer more damage. And then this comes out. I think it's important. This is being talked about now. I think it's also very good that the fight with Klitschko was called off. Because the last thing he needs to do is fight a guy with the power of a fucking Vladimir Klitschko. Even though Klitschko seems to be kind of done. It doesn't matter, dude. He could literally go in there with it's, somebody that weighs 150 yeah, pounds. Yeah, like, but the, the bottom line, Klitschko weighs 250. Goddamn. Nothing but muscle. And on top of that, he's not, he is incredible punching power for a guy that size so like Tyson Fury doesn't need to take a punch more Tyson Fury needs serious help um and he needs to like I don't know no one really like who knows the fucking cure or whatever like that he just needs counseling he needs to be able to get himself under control try and deal with his mental illness that doesn't have to do with substance abuse I think it really I think you nailed it on the head I also think a sub product of all of this is the fact that he is a pikey and it is the environment that he grew up <laughs> he's in he's totally being fucking goddamn a uh, little bit he's kind of being a little bit right? right? and I think that's it that's big fucker it's bred into his nature though at the same time how big is he no. <laughs> I mean, a big mom, not every for sure. single Pikey, even in that movie, were fucing batshit crazy, and that was a movie depicting like Pikey. Oh, the other, the other Pikey. You like dogs? <laughs> dogs. That was Mickey. Dogs. You like dogs? Because that was Mickey. It can, it can because directly he's be- like, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, I look at dogs. You like dogs? <laughs> dogs? <laughs> what? That you know, dogs. Yeah, dogs. You like dogs? Oh, dogs. Dogs. <laughs> sure. I like dags. <laughs> I like caravans more. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mickey starts fucking with him. Dude, that movie is But fucking the same thing can dude. also be said, like, why he's. A, it's I the same reason why all <laughs> of. Not all, but why black people within, let's say, a Baltimore or a New Orleans or something are coming out, or a Ferguson are coming out. I'm like, no, there's police brutality. It's because. The environments that these people have to be grown up in and bred within do cause little stick stigmatisms or or something that's Dude, in the back of their has head. a huge effect yeah, on who you it's, become. It's, it's enormous. So human can, beings adapt to their surroundings. If your surroundings are crazy, guess what you're going to become? You're, you're going to get a little crazy. nutty yeah. so you can survive because yeah. we'll do cause human beings are like as all animals will do whatever it takes to survive. No. And if we're surrounded by fucking crazy, if we're in a bad neighborhood, a bad crazy kind of thing surroundings, you got to adapt, you got to meet that level of crazy in order to fucking get through it. The only way out is through. And uh, like I really fucking hope that that uh like Tyson Fury does 
take a break from the boozing and the drugs and fighting. Yeah, I'm beginning to just like figure it out. I was listening to uh, Crack.com on their podcast. I was listening to it today. Uh, They were talking about how like uh, hallucinogens and like uh, uh, MDMA and LSD help with uh, mental illness and PT. They help with uh, post-traumatic stress and all that stuff. Not because these drugs magically cure you, but because what those drugs do a lot is help you trust people. And if you have these mental kind of problems because of something traumatic that happened to you in the past, those drugs will help you trust your fucking physician. So now the psychiatrist can Mm. get you to open up and really help you deal with your problems. Crack did that? Yeah, it's it's an incredible episode. They just released it on Monday. Oh my God, I have to fucking hear it. I've been listening to the last podcast. Yeah, That's all I've been listening to. So, if you listen to this, I've been saying this about MDMA acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm a drug addict. We've only kind of alluded to it before and talked about how like these things help, but that podcast, Crack Podcast, Got in depth, like because there was a guy who yeah, they researched have more it. Yeah, more listeners than he, we this, do. This, so. this, his guy, he did all his research. He wrote a book about it, and then he also had Robert L. Evans who experienced all these. It's called the best treatment for PTSD. Yeah, and like, and he talks about like all the research and all like the papers that he researched. All these doctors who talked about it, all these soldiers who went who went away to war and had uh, PTSD and came back and they're really fucked up, and they took MDMA and allowed them to trust their psychiatrist to open up more to talk to people more and by talking about it they're able to deal with it more they're able to come past it because now it's a, they open up the discussion uh, and it made it more like easy to if you're if it's easier to talk about it's easier to move on it's not this alienated thing that you're trying to carry on your shoulders all by yourself and maybe just maybe give Tyson Fury a fucking pound of MDMA and have him talk some shit Whoa, out. A pound, I man, think for Tyson. The guy's enormous. A pound, pound, pound big two and a half pounds. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. No, but but there was a perfect JRE, which what you're explaining. I think I almost think like where they got that idea from is from JRE because there was a guy on there that ran maps. Maps is a fucking company that's all they about, talk about that. They talk about testing. that. They talk about maps. Yeah, they, it's all about the testing of MDMA of because this guy literally they got they they got MDMA so when they were trying to get the MDMA like trying to get the actual product because for people who don't know this MDMA was e or was legal before it became illegal when it came out the fucking street product and Bayer it was legal ba- actually Bayer the aspirin company. Used to make and sell heroin for as like a fucking cough medicine for kids. It doesn't surprise Damn. me. Damn. But there you go. It was, it was legal. <laughs> and then MDMA, is it, it opens up your serotonin. Your serotonin is where your happiness is kept. And that's why it makes it comfortable. Because it, it releases this one fucking chemical in your brain. It, open, it opens up the fucking floodgates. And that's why afterwards, that's why the MAPS company, when they do this double blind testing, because they always do a double blind study. The double blind study is they give you sugar pills, placebos. But then next to that, they'll give you this MDMA pill. And this way, they know what the true side effects are. They know what the true study can be. They know what the drug actually yeah, fucking yeah. And does. Not people is it, is it just drugs. in your head or is it a result from the medication? Exactly. Because if it's if you if you have this if somebody who's done the MMA does a certain thing, has a certain reaction, MDMA. people taking the MDMA sh- yeah. or whatever, and the person taking the sugar pills has does the exact same thing and has the exact same reaction, oh then it's all mental then. Exactly. That's what it is. But if it's people 
people with the sugar pill have no effect on them. It's like, oh, then we know it's this medication. We know it's this thing that we gave them. And that's what's smart about a double-blind study. It's not just like we give them pills because when you know you're on drugs, you act a certain way. But if you don't know you're on drugs, you'll 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 try to like make it natural. The, br- the mind is incredibly powerful. Oh, the mind yes, will make is. you believe anything that makes that your mind thinks will be more palatable for you and make you function better as a living thing. And that's why people trick themselves in being pregnant and everything like that. That's but why people ma- trick themselves into believing in God. Yeah, the <laughs> now the maps guy, the maps guy came basically on to Joe and explained like our yield was two point two pounds of MDMA. Joe Rogan's like, mm-hmm. holy moly, fucking, <laughs> holy moly, what does he say, fucking, uh, what's his, it's guy, uh, Jamie, Jamie, he's like, holy Toledo, Jamie, <laughs> like, oh my god, two point two pounds, holy Toledo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you guys sweating. okay, hold on, but you guys only hit on the one, the one side of this maps and everything, well, not just maps, but it's was the MDMA LSD. part. Psilocybin. You have to also put in psilocybin and acid because it makes you confront your demons. Like you literally, excuse me, you figuratively get to see a demon and you think that's it. And so you're literally figuratively overcoming your demons and you get to see it. And then that as well as MDMA, the the mixture of it allows you to be like, okay, you know what? All that. I get it now. It was all my demons and everything. I have conquered my demons. Now I can go and I can be a better person. Now yeah, I can go and live so my life. That's why people go on those trips to do the psilocybin, those, those type of hallucinogens. Yeah, the ayahuasca because it takes, and the shaman. It takes yeah, stuff yeah, from your yeah. imagination. Your mind is already your mind is already subconsciously dealing with some stuff. And when you're hallucinating, your mind kind of is like the chain is broken. It, yeah, things it puts explode. it in front of your face. Yeah, it's just, it's and a like movie you said, it's the movie so screen. like it's like in that movie Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, <laughs> uh, which came out in the nineties. Nice it was a, reference. It's his dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's his a, dro- it's a oh, biopic about Bruce Lee, and like you see him, and he's. And like his father tells him, he's like, I've had to face these demons. You're going to have to face these demons too. I ran from them, but you should face them. And then he literally, he's like, it's like a dream state where he sees like this armored fucking thing that he can't beat up that keeps whooping his ass until finally he has a kid and he finds out that he has to protect his kid and has to put his family first for once. And that's him overcoming his demons. And he actually beats the guy. Literally, he has a great fight scene in the movie and he beats the fuck out of that thing. And it's like the, the metaphor behind it is... Like, put your family first. Don't be so selfish. Be a better... That kind of thing. And he faces which, demons. Which that, that's kind of like what his... Even his fighting style... Is, not, not his fighting style, but like... His whole thing is like self-awareness. Self, almost like self-power sort of thing. It's it's Satanism. And you break it down mm. properly. Your punch really will is. have power if you believe in it. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's... I think that's, that's actually... Really I was telling really you yeah, no, no, wait. Let me, let me compliment you for a second. Okay? Fact. Really get your point <laughs> that you brought that up. Because I fucking... That is the best explanation Back you can pull. give. Because if you don't know... Fucking that movie! It is so fucking well it's done. Awesome, dude. It's an amazing it's, fucking it's movie. It's kind of a little goofy. It's nah. the Bruce Lee story, but no, you're right. Because listen, he's a badass throughout the whole movie. But when he gets in these dreams, he gets these cold sweats through his dreams, and he's struggling to fucking beat this demon, this monster. He's using all his it's techniques. Like this big and guy it's in rainy. armor, and he it's can't super beat him dark. Up. No, it's a dark scene. Every scene, because it's super rainy, right? It's rainy, fucking dark. He's like in this. It's almost like he's in a garden, like an Asian garden sort of thing, and it's like cobblestone, all this stuff, and he has to fight this fucking monster. And you don't even get to see its face. It's just a demon. It's in, no, no, like listen. It's com- like I said. It's a completely in armor. It's all armor. all yeah. you see is this giant suit of armor, and like it shows him like. As a kid, he first sees it and he's terrified of it. And he grows up and he tries to fight it and it whoops his ass. And then like it bows to him as almost to say, I beat you. You're not going to overcome me. I'm going to stick around for the rest of your life. Tries to fight him again. 
once again, gets his fucking ass beat. He can't beat these demons and he can't overcome them. And then near the end of the movie, like, he's having the same dream state again and he's getting his ass whooped. And then all of a sudden, his, sh- his son is in his vision and the demon looks at his son and his demon starts walking towards his son. And then that moment, he realized, if I don't get rid of my problems, my problems are going to affect my children. And I can't have that. I have to overcome my own problems, become a better person so that I don't affect my kids in a negative way. And in that moment, he finally is like, I'm going to protect, I'm going to, I got to beat you for my kids. And then he magically finds, he finds, he finds, he finds a way to like start beating the demon back. He's hitting him in the throat and shit with these awesome kicks. <laughs> then, then like a beam of light shines on these nunchucks and he fucking picks and starts doing the fucking Bruce Lee moves with nunchucks. Starts beating the shit out of the demon and finally kills it. And it's amazing. He has like this fucking back. I was, I was going to say something, but I can't because Chuck that was such a good. And he fucking chokes him yeah. and, and he does that Bruce Lee. Yeah. That's a great example. It's a simple analogy. It's an analogy okay, for but like I life. have an analogy. I'm literally sitting <laughs> Dude, over here sorry. in my seat going fucking crazy. Almost, once we brought up drugs. Let's go watch that movie. Now. See, once we brought up drugs, it's something that like we can tell, oh, Addy, you don't know about this? Huh? You, don't, you don't know about all these drugs? Just, all these cocaine drugs, Addy? All these fucking meth drugs? You ever done meth? Huh? No. I just want to. I know I about all give it, I wanna give fucking a, drugs. I've done a lot of drugs. Huh? I don't know why you act like I haven't. No, no I want to give this. I want to give it a story and an example it as well. No, it makes it seem like you're better than us because like that, that's what the yeah, thing I'm better because I've experienced and overcame <laughs> like uh, Bruce Lee a great, <laughs> no no it's, 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 it's a great analogy physically okay. I want to comment more on something that happens more like uh, emotionally and everything so there's this guy his name's Aubrey Marcus <laughs> Sorry, I it's okay. <laughs> Doctor Bruce Lee over here. It's so good. I apologize. It's fucking fucking hilarious. That was so good. good Addy girl. looked at me when I was like, well, "You know," he's like, "Oh, I know." I just never. I, just, I never got like you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know how to control my inner demons, you pussy. Like, wow, man. Thank you very much. I fucking toy with them and I fucking showboat and Finger toss them. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so there's this guy. His name's Aubrey Marcus, and he came onto the Joe Rogan Experience. Oh, he came onto all these other out. podcasts. He uh, is the owner of On It. These supplements that everyone sees oh. around, and he's a co-owner with Joe Rogan. All this good stuff. So, anyways. He's come on Joe Rogan multiple times talking about ayahuasca. Ayahuasca is similar to acid, more intense, makes you confront your demons, all that good stuff. Michael Swain brought it up on an episode. He, he yeah. just came up with a new podcast. With It was on The Fighter and the Kid, and he talked about this experience that I think is really um, relevant to what we're talking about now, so I'll just uh, plow through it real fast. He's talked about this last time that he took ayahuasca and how he had to confront his demons, and usually it'll either... He'll go down the rabbit hole, and it'll get dark, 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 and then it'll get light. And he said this time, the whole finding the light was really fucking hard. And so what happened within this dream is he was in there, he was in this state, and he drank all this tea. It's called ayahuasca. So he drinks all this tea, and it's not from a shaman. It wasn't a ritual thing this time. It was with his friends and, like, his core group, so they know how to do everything already. So he's got this music playing, all this good stuff. And at first, he says... He's not religious at all. He doesn't believe in Christ. He doesn't believe in God. He believes in a God. He believes in spirits. He believes in something higher than him. The gods of New Genesis, yeah. But he doesn't believe in, like, all these religions or whatever. It's a Pokemon reference, Addy. It's a DC He goes into this, yeah. He goes into this world and whatnot. (laughs) And he's floating I'll make a Pokemon God reference. Arceus. Mm. He believes in Arceus. And everything's light. Lord savior of the Pokemon. You're too deep right now, dude. Everything's light. You fucking brought this (laughs) on yourself. You brought this on, man. (laughs) Chip, you brought this on, man. (laughs) You did. And he did. Someone did. You I did. Don't know. I don't Everybody care. did. 
Sorry, so sure. there's all this light, and there's all this light, and then all of a sudden it starts getting really dark because he does not do the whole like heaven and hell thing. It's just light and dark. It's energies and all this crazy stuff. He goes on to all these analogies, all that good stuff. Anyways, and then it gets dark, and then he boom, he sees this demon. Oh, hold on. Hold on, sorry, I fucking skipped a part. He had a dream. <laughs> no, he had a dream like two months prior to him I'll going this on this ayahuasca. He had a dream two months prior to going into this ayahuasca trip because they already had this like group plan and they're like, okay, on September 23rd, we're all gonna fucking do ayahuasca. It'll be in this place and we're all gonna have a great time. A couple days later, he has a dream and a demon shows up within his dream and is like, September 23rd, it's going down, bro. It's going down. I'm going to fuck you. I'm picturing Joey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go down, cocksucker. Listen up, listen up, listen up cocksucker. If that's right your now, demon, it could be. I'm going to kidnap you. I'm going to hold you hostage. I'm going to do all this shit. God damn it. That's something that makes very uh, adamant. <laughs> I'm going to continue for three whole minutes. This Ooh. demon doesn't have a shape or a form because each person's demon is different. Some people's demon could be fucking Stan, for all he knows. Like each person's demon is different. No, we want to play we with all you. Pick, we all <laughs> depict him <laughs> as like these horn figures and everything. With like, the, but they could be as simple as a Barbie, but it's just like with hell behind it or something, you yeah. know, or whatever. So, anyways, this demon comes up, says, "I'm gonna meet you and I'm gonna fucking kill you, September 23rd." And then he fucking looks at his fucking calendar and he's like, "Oh shit, that's when I was supposed to take ayahuasca." Whatever, no big deal. Hopefully, it was just a dream. So then he goes and he takes ayahuasca and everything's cool and they're floating and everything and then boom, it goes to that dark side and he just goes straight to the dark. Because he started thinking about his dream. He didn't start thinking about his dream. Oh, he said he didn't? No, he didn't. He was just in the, in the trip. He wasn't thinking about it, but he maybe subconsciously he said, yeah. but he, he didn't know if it was subconscious. He didn't really understand. First of all, he was like, why would it even come up in my dream when I've taken ayahuasca so many times already? Like, no, like I was meant to confront this. And this is the whole reason why I'm bringing this oh, up is because the way that he uses confronting your demons. is confi- confronting nice. your demons. So what he kept saying was everybody usually wants to run away. When they see that big That's scary figure, you run, run away. away. Exactly. You run away from reality. And what he's saying is everyone's taking them for the wrong reasons. You need to go there to battle that demon. Not physically, but emotionally, mentally, to battle this thing and figure out what it is at its core. And so he was saying, he was walking around, and boom, he got drugged into the darkness, and then this demon came up, and the demon, like, boom, grabbed his, grabbed his chest plate, and then the demon's hand slowly started sinking in, sinking in, and then it went past his heart, and he could feel the redness from his heart, and everything starting to die, and then it went past his heart, and then he said it ripped out his soul, and he could feel this fucking demon ripping out his soul, and he was like, I don't understand, I'm sitting here, and I've already been through these trips, and he's like, oh, it's because I'm not loving the demon, and he said that he had to surrender himself to this demon, that he wasn't exactly, it was just a deity at the time, and he had to surrender himself to this demon, and he had to let this demon have him, and he was like, okay, you know what, bro, oh, you want my soul? Take my soul. No big deal. I still love you. I understand that there has to be a yin and a yang to the universe. There is one and another. So you know what? You don't have love shown to you. You never get love shown to you. You're the demon. I'm going to show you love. I'm going to reflect my love back on you. I'm going to reflect my light onto this darkness in my life. And what happened is the demon slowly, as he's taking his soul away, starts disintegrating because of the light that he's shining on this demon. And what it was an analogy to was he was afraid because his wife was going to go into a professional boxing match, her first professional boxing match. She'd been training for three, four years, all this stuff. She was jiu-jitsu before, all this great stuff. 
and he was worried that she was going to get concussed and then like she would be in a coma and he would have to be taking care of her and all this stuff and so there were all these demons that were rolling around he was scared at first because he decided of, exactly and hey then, I'm, I'm going to instead of scared why don't I support her why don't I show this love to somebody who I and I'm trying love. to draw a direct relation to Tyson Fury as to not running away from his problems as in taking all these drugs and everything but instead confronting his demons confronting his past life confronting his childhood and trying to figure everything out rather than to use drugs try to learn how to live with his mental illness that he has his uh that's where you get instead of using drugs to 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 you have to if you're going to use drugs you have to use them to as a benefit you can't use it just to be abusing because because that's when you go downhill thing is not a benefit it makes all other people who experience drugs look bad because drugs my uh, friend of mine says this at work all the time Drugs are great because they work. When you want to feel happy, they make you feel happy. When you want to feel sad, they make you feel sad. They work. They can either benefit you or they can not benefit you. It's up to you to yeah, decide to you. whether or yeah. not you want to use them as a way to either express and something of course, some, or to some, hide something in. And some real like some drugs can help and some drugs can't help. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a bunch of if you're just drinking and fucking doing cocaine, those are the kind of drugs that are going to help you run. But if you do more like mind expanding drugs, they will help you if you're up to the task. Yeah, you have to be They'll up to yeah. the challenge. They yeah. will put you on the level to fight that fucking demon. Why do you guys think that I haven't? Wait, wait, hold on. Why do you guys think I haven't done the DMT yet? Because I am afraid. You still have that DMT. No, I, got I you. still <laughs> haven't done it. Because I, I am afraid of DMT. But I can <laughs> feel it, dude. I can feel it each and every day. It's like something will come in, and I'm like, it's in the I should do like, the DMT. Remember when you were gonna do DMT? I mean, I don't know. If it's <laughs> not a memory though, because I, I don't have any remember. I, I don't know, have. But DMT, yeah, DMT remembers when you were gonna do it, but you didn't. do it. <laughs> No, but it's I'll, the same thing because I'm not ready, but there's going to be a point Here's in time where I am ready. Also, also like n- another example of someone like that is uh, Grant Morrison, who's like this, he's this legendary comic book writer. And Grant Morrison is a huge advocate of hallucinogens. And uh, he's been like all around the world and he's done all these hallucinogens. He's like, he's made these incredible stories that have to do with, like I've mentioned before, like the gods of New Genesis. Those aren't characters that he created, but they're characters that he uses. And then he like, he also creates stories where there's even bigger gods that don't even get named that are just like like they're alluding to a battle that they're fighting that no one can comprehend and shit like that and the stories he writes are so fucking imaginative and out of this fucking world and they just fucking blow your mind all the fucking time and he like says he's like oh yeah a lot of my writing comes from like me expanding my mind doing these kind of loosenings dealing with my own head and he talks about having visions even when he wasn't tripping and he having crazy visions of seeing godlike beings that are like from the another fucking dimension and crazy shit like that and it's really helped him in his fucking writing because his writing's amazing so Damn, conclusion crazy. being that you can be a Tyson Fury and you can either abuse the drugs and not front your demons or you can be What's what's a what's a guy that overcame a drug addiction? Robert Downey Jr. Uh, That's a perfect man, example. Of, no, dude, he was no, he is the perfect example. He was the worst drug addict. I mean, it was bad. I don't know if he and did. He I don't became, know. If, I don't know if he did like hallucinogens or anything. He did <laughs> heroin. I was trying to bring up an analogy and then it failed. But anyways, yeah, no, like you're right. No, like no, you can no, like, use not, the drugs. It's not a certain drug. It's overcoming no, I think a drug what, addiction. I think what, I think what, like he he quit. 
going like rehabs and stuff like that to do stop doing everything completely be completely sober i think what chris was trying to say is you can be somebody like a tyson fury or a fucking john jones or somebody somebody, yeah some of these guys who do drugs and they got to control and they have so much pain they do more drugs to try and escape the pain or you could be joe rogan or an aubrey marcus who uses the drugs for benefit or or grant morrison someone who uses these things and they not only battle their demons but then they use the experiences to enrich their life to benefit their own life Yeah. yeah and create art. That's a good fucking yeah. You I mean, Hunter that. S. That's, right. Right. that's how you Hunter get Hunter S. Thompson. Thompson. Hunter S. Without Thompson. psychedelics, you do not get Hunter S. Thompson. But I like sex, so let's move on to the sex topic. <laughs> Is your fuck buddy Caucasian? Is she black, white, brown, or Asian? Is she truly French or Cajun? Or do you rely on your imagination? Sex toe, sex toe, sex toe. Okay, you know what I really wanted to do for this one? Is I wanted to bring up Mrs. Chicken Pot Pie again. Because the only way I was able to get through that was using my imagination. But I feel that was a little... You're what? Imagination. (laughs) I feel it was a little like... uh, I feel like that would have been cheating. Because then it's like, oh, I got a five minute story. Imagination. Let him him, him finish. Nobody knows. (laughs) You're gonna let me finish the whole song, okay? You're gonna be a buckling pirate. It's literally Chris, what do you want to do? Do you want to fuck the girl? Do you want to be a swashbuckling pirate, huh? Swashbuckling. Swashbuckling pirate, whatever. Eddie. You're a washbuckling pirate. <laughs> um, you're some pirate to wash clothes, Adney. So that's what I wanted to now do. Now here's, okay, so the topic is, in case you're a little fuzzy on it. Imagination. It's, it's a time. Simply, just imagination. A time you had sex with a girl and you were pretending it was somebody else, which I think is like, I mean, like. Okay, wait, hold on. What girls That happens with, a lot. Like a lot of people do that all the time. Is it cheating? No. If you're in a relationship and you imagine uh, your celebrity crush, no, it's not cheating at all. But what if you imagine that girl that you saw at 6 p.m. That was just at some six- Very, very specific. I was just... <laughs> no, you're right because mine has to do with that. You're the your piece of shit. So anyways, <laughs> moving on. So that... <laughs> uh, so I wanted to do right, it about the on. chicken pot pie girl <laughs> because like, there was some way that I had to get off, right? Like, I... I I told you guys I just stopped. Well, I didn't because I'm a piece of shit. And uh, I kept going. And I imagined somebody. And I was like, oh, well, I imagine she smells like chicken pot pie. And uh, I imagined uh, Melissa McCarthy. No big deal. But she's a star. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get rich. Or Oprah. Whatever. Anyways, not going to do that story. <laughs> you were, no. Time out. You don't get to mull over that. You were pretending you were fucking Oprah. I had to. I'd rather fuck no, Oprah did not have than to. chicken pot pie girl. Yeah, but you could have picked... I, uh, no, because uh, I imagine Oprah smells like chicken pot pie for some reason. Like, what? she's homie. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say fried chicken. <laughs> That's super racist. <laughs> what you don't understand... Wait, hold on, hold on. What you, I don't think what Addy understands is Chris is an equal opportunity imaginator. Okay? <laughs> so he imagines whatever he wants to imagine, Adney, okay? You're imagine. the asshole because you're like, wait, wait. You're gonna imagine, uh, you imagine a porn star, right? And you're gonna imagine uh, one of your celebrity crushes. Chris is over here giving it to people who don't get it getting to. You know what I'm get saying? It don't to. get it getting to. <laughs> He's yeah. trying to give it to people who don't yeah, get right. to get. Oprah could get it wherever she wanted it. Because she's rich. Gotcha, bitch! Yeah, she's rich. <laughs> she, most people fuck her because she has the money. You are not getting any money from her. So you're just fucking her because you're she weird. needs it. Whatever, <laughs> back in her thick days, I'm about it. Because you're weird. But that's fine. Um, no, you're getting it because you're. 
you, you're a good guy. Yeah, thank like, you. Like, you're yeah, a good yeah. guy. I am a Like, you watch your color purple, and so you just fucking bitches explain. Like, imagine it's over. <laughs> you really love that rape scene, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a piece of shit. Oh, God. So, anyways, I'm going to go with a different story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Retraction! <laughs> fucking. <laughs> edit all this out. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean. Oh, you got a story, bro? I feel like my, none of my stories are going to be like interesting or long. It's going to be like, oh yeah, I was, you this know, one's pretty I was quick. banging this chick and uh, I was pretending that it was Kate Beckinsale. Well, that's the whole reason I did like a, a preface. Just I was pretending now. it was her mom. That's why I did that. So I could make, I extended my time now. So now I'm going to go into my actual <laughs> I'm story. I'm killing the air. <laughs> killing air time. I'm trying to drag out that okay, air so anyways, time. You know what I'm saying? This was my second year going to Night in the Country, right? So Night in the Country is a country festival over here in Nevada. You know we like, we uh, we like it about a couple bro. times ago. Couple yeah, but for you <laughs> listeners, I reckon they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just Sammy <laughs> Calm down. Let's quick drum roll. You do that all the time. Yeah, I know, Smith and shit. I do. Okay. Okay. So, it's the roughest, toughest, rudest <laughs> So, anyways, it was night in the country, and this was it was still light out. So, usually, once the festival starts, it's dark, all that good stuff. It's fucking nine to eleven or whatever it is. It's it's, the actual concert isn't that long. It's just all the festivities around it, the camping. It's having fun, like you said. You're making a fucking goddamn goddamn pool in the middle of the desert. It's 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 a blast. So, anyways. so it was before the concert, so we're just pre-gaming right now, right? And so everyone's at Josh's house. It's a huge fucking party. We have people that are 55 to people that are 18. It, it's just, it's all over the place. Girls, boys, it's it's just, it's it's hectic essentially, right? And it's, I want to say, like about 7. So the sun's almost about to set, so there's a little bit of... Daylight left, all that good stuff. Okay, so we're drinking, all the friends are around, we're having a great time. Well, there's this little little Mexican girl there, and I'm like, oh, how you doing? And there's always been this little sexual tension towards us. Neither one of us has ever acted on it or anything like that, so we're just chilling, hanging out. We're acting on it a little bit. We're starting to be playful with each other. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And now I can tell, mm. oh, I think we're both down to fuck Ooh, now. Like, we got a little bit of liquor in us. Oh, I think we're about to go, about to liquor, honey, foreshadowing yeah. So I'm like, hey, what do you want to do? And then she starts attacking me, and then boom, she just starts making out with me, and she's like, let's go. And then boom, she takes my hand, and she's pulling me along, just like that stupid picture that you see when it's like, when she pulls you along, and it's like the stupid hand and with it's, her. But that's like, but that's super hot. So, it is so when it, hot. When it's happening. <laughs> when it was happening, it's, I was like, I'm the shit. Look at everybody needs to recognize this girl is taking me to I the chair. I chosen. <laughs> And uh, the funniest thing about it is because it's a country concert, it was literally in the back of a horse trailer. So we open a horse trailer up, and it was a single horse trailer. So for most Gross. people that don't know, like, how would you explain a horse trailer to somebody that doesn't know what a horse is? trailer that horses go inside like. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Oprah's trailer. So it's just, it's all bare bones. There's a floor, there's fucking walls, and it's shaped kind of like a, like a triangle because I don't know why, but it is. It, like, Because whatever. Illuminati. That's why. <laughs> And so um, <laughs> she lays down. God, she's pulling me in, right? And she unlocks the door. She opens the door, and then boom, she just lays down. I want you like to fuck door like wide open. Like she doesn't scoot in, and then we close the door or anything. No, 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 no. Like she literally opens the trailer door, and then boom, just like sits her ass down. Her legs are hitting 
the fucking Trump. dirt and then <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> pretty much call it a truck call it dirt call it what you want but that's how redneck it was was like her legs were sticking out of the trailer essentially and then she laid down so I got on top of her and I was like right on we're about to get it <laughs> right on then I put my but the problem was the, the boards on the bottom the boards of the trailer, the boards. <laughs> they're fucking wood it's all wood so I was like once I started I was like no like we were just making out and everything and I was like no this isn't gonna happen like my Would knees are splinters, getting murdered bro. fuck splinters and so she was like oh okay and then she takes her sweater off and then she just puts her sweater down underneath her to oh, where my knees were gonna sit money. and I was like that's pretty fucking money well fucking played <laughs> that's a veteran move yeah I was pretty oh my God. That bitch is I should have known right then and there that was the first fucking yeah. oh, that was your first that. STD yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you should have known you should have known right then and there yeah. this is gonna be my first that's STD that's so yeah. money though dude. I've been here before I know a time. I've been here a time or two <laughs> I've obviously had sex this ain't the first block. time I've done this in this trailer <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised. Saddle yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Round him up. Hit him up. <laughs> on. Come so, on in, Rod. <laughs> Did you raw hide it, though? You raw hide it, Did you roll I didn't. It I didn't. Oh, good for you. You wrapped it up, wrapped it up, all that good stuff. Dude, whatever. You gotta be a gambler, bro. You gotta so, gamble okay, it up. Boom. She puts out the condom. I put it on. We're going at it. Okay. I'm in. All right. We're going. We're getting started. Everything's going good. Okay. And then I'm just like, okay, turn around. I'm gonna make her turn around. And then as I'm wailing her out doggy style, her butt is like this wall. Like, it's just so firm that it was a complete and utter turnoff. Like, there was no squishiness. Firm. There was no jiggle. It was just firm. The entire fucking... Like, I would slap it, and my hand would hurt from slapping it. Even though it was decently shaped, it wasn't a horrible booty or anything like that, but there was no jiggle. There was no play. It was just a firm ass. And immediately what happened is after, like, two times smacking that thing... Your hand a, started to bruise. <laughs> a dude came into my brain, and I was like, am I fucking a dude? And then oh, It wasn't my. like a dude with the face, and it was like, oh, I'm fucking Cody. Oh, I'm fucking Josh. Oh, I'm fucking... It Whoa. was just... It was just so, a hey, dude. Wait, wait, Chris. Who's Cody? Uh, I don't know. Why, it was why, just why, a why, dude. Why Cody coming? I don't know why Cody coming. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Freudian slip. I, wait, Chris. I knew. Are you I, not, that's why I was trying to wait. say just a random name that you didn't know. So then you couldn't be like, I know that guy. You banged him. <laughs> Chris, hold on. Chris, Chris, Chris. I would never judge you for yeah, that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Are you not cool with her being cisgender, bro? Apparently, <laughs> I was not about it. I was like, oh, you're a transgender and I don't even know right now. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> so like that—that's what did it right going. there. Twist, was, when twist I slapped her butt, turns out I'm fucking a horse. It, it didn't jiggle. Strong ass. It was a, a man ass. I, didn't I was that. hallucinating the whole conversation. Suicide, bitches. It's a hell of a drug, boy. Who I tell you something? Psilocybin's a hell of a drug. I'm sure as hell that thing didn't buck me off. <laughs> Side note, I had one of my acid dealers come through night in the country and dose like 200 fucking people. It was awesome. No. Going back to the story. Tell us about that. <laughs> um, I'll, bring, that him, I'll bring him yeah. on. Yeah, what like, what a great conversation. What a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Kind of a piece of shit. So anyways, boom, I smacked her ass and it was just, I was done. <laughs> I was done after that because it was a man ass, a dude like... Flashed into my brain. It was just some random. It was a mass, bro. Mass. Like it wasn't even a that. dude I knew that. or anything. That was just some random dude, and it was like a hairy asshole, and it was just like, oh, oh a hairy <laughs> ass. That, really, that kills it. And so I was like, oh, and I looked back at it, and I was like, wait, it's not that bad. 
Okay, now that I'm looking at it, it's not that bad. And I closed my eyes. Ah! And so I had to open my <laughs> eyes, right? But the physicalness of it wasn't doing it for me. And then I closed my eyes. And I was like, so I was in this fucked up parameter because I couldn't close my eyes and think of someone else, but I couldn't open my eyes and get off to her. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I was like, fuck it. And I stopped and I was like, you need to give me head real fast. And then boom, she starts giving me head. And I was like, okay, all right, no dude, okay. And then boom, my imagination started like kicking. I feel like I feel like I had to reboot it. So because it was like, rolling, it bro. was booted in game mode and I couldn't get out of game <laughs> mode. I was like, am I secretly <laughs> hey, game? Is it computer in game mode? That's like, what I started thinking. Like, I'm secretly game. Maybe I should just put it in her asshole. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. You no, when you're drunk, dick. you can't get out of your own head. I, no, that happens. It's bad. But you're not, listen, it's you're, bad. You're, you're saying this like you're the only person who's done this. You, when you're in your head, when you imagine something so fucking dumb or so stupid that like or oh, disturbing, oh, oh, it makes yeah, you or disturbing. Yeah, or disturbing. <laughs> no, can't. that was the word for you. Perfect. Three other adjectives. Perfect. Okay, when you imagine something so disturbing, but you can't get out of your oh, own oh, head. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, Every oh, guy has done that. You can't get out of your own head. And you're like fuck. Why, like, you're not thinking about it because there's something wrong with you. And now you're trying so hard to focus on the thing that it's no longer pleasurable at all. But I can't bail. I can't bail. We're in high school at this point. Like, I can't bail. It's my senior year and shit. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to bail on it because then I'm going to know I'll be known as the senior who can't fuck. So I'm like, okay. Bail with hay on it. (laughs) The senior that can't fuck. (laughs) That's the last thing you want to be. Like, I'm trying to be the senior that everybody wants to fuck. I want to be the senior. But once you're senior year, you're about to leave, though. Yeah. But the freshmen are about Fuck to come it. in. I'm trying to rail out some freshmen. But you're about to leave. Let's yeah, but it's it. the only time we're able to rail out the freshmen. The can't fuck at me. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be worse as the freshmen who can't fuck because then you got four years of no one believing that he's <laughs> lying. <laughs> but you could change. You could change that. No one will believe it because you're everyone's a teenager. That's not true. People, People don't forget. Really girl, People don't really forget. People don't forget. People don't forget. About if, if fucking got a super bad assignment or anything, Chris, is people don't forget. Okay, yeah. hold on. Let me change. Let me fucking finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, maybe you do that. <laughs> yeah, climb back on the saddle. Huh? <laughs> you guys just keep going. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. All these horse jokes. You're beating a dead horse. Totally beating a dead horse. I won't be doing jokes. So I started thinking about horses and bam, I can't. No, makes sense. We've been there. We've all been there. So once once she started sucking my dick, like her ass went away, and I wasn't able to smack her ass, and that dude aspect wasn't there anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then I was able to start imagining her small. That was the problem. She had small boobies, like. I want to say B's max. And they not, weren't so jiggly no, boobs. Not a good butt and not a good boobs. But the butt was semi-good. It just was firm as... It was not... Shut up. It was not good. Fuck. Like, it a good turned shape. you off and reminds you of a dude ass. But it, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it. <laughs> but it death. turned me on in pants. And it was like, once the pants came off, it was all over. But yeah. Yeah, so jeans it, can sometimes like lift it. Yeah, and like, sure. It like just kind of squeeze At it. least with boobs, I know they're kind of fake when I'm going into it. I'm like, oh, that's a push-up. Oh, that's that. That's that. Like, I can kind of figure it out. Butts are hard sometimes. Like, you just don't... <laughs> Both ways. Stupid. <laughs> 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 okay, mine, okay, mine's not going to be that long, but um, I got one. This happened back, like, I was, uh, I want to say, like, 15 years old. Something around there, right? Fucking teenager. And, uh... All right, so, um... We're all getting fucking drunk at, like, uh... These uh, apartments where a bunch of us live. A bunch of us young kids. We all live in these apartments. And there was, like... You know, there's always, like, that older person who's, like, really friendly to the kids and, like, will help buy you booze. And they're just like, you're way too friendly for a 30-some-odd-year-old. <laughs> this, is, this is a little weird. I'm just going to say it. But there's always that one person. 
There's always yeah. that one person. And uh, there was a there's a few of these apartments. <laughs> <laughs> like in these apartments, I was 16 years old and I had sex with a 28 year old mom. It was pretty great. Oh yeah, I remember that story. But uh, anyway, this is a different story. Different, totally different story. This is a bath story. But same apartment. That was an amazing story. This was a bath story. Same apartments. Yeah, same apartments. Because uh, this is only this is the year before that. This is a good, uh, good, good area of your life right here. It's <laughs> solid. Killing it. Killing it. <laughs> it, was like, it was like this older woman's like place, and like she let a bunch of us young kids go over there and get fucking drunk and all this stuff. And uh, I remember she had like a crush, like the older lady had a crush on my like older friend, and they were like flirting or whatever. But what was funny was we're all wasted, and me and Adam are there, and we're fucking like trying to outdrink each other, just getting fucking crazy. And it just happens to be two girls there. That are unattractive. <laughs> and what I mean, like, 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 I mean, like, their faces. Like, their faces were unattractive alone. <laughs> and then their bodies were unattractive as oh, well. Oh, man, double whammy? You double like whammy. But when you're a 15... You guys went Chris deep. But when, <laughs> but when you're a 15-year-old boy. And you're wasted off fucking orange juice. You're right. And it's, I would have done it And too. it's been at least... Two hours since you jerked off. I mean, you do anything. <laughs> you do anything, Chris. <laughs> At least two hours. <laughs> oh, you're a so horny little fuck. You don't no, know what the right. fuck you're doing, man. Yeah, no, you agreed. really don't. Agreed. I was around the same age with my story, like <laughs> sixteen, or seventeen. Yeah. But uh, and like this girl, one of them really wanted to bang your boy Adam. Okay. Your boy Adam. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocked you that. Before he came my boy, before he got his teeth fixed. Get that when he was shark mode, he was a better predator dude, than he is now, dude. Adams, said, I mean, quote, the, let me let me, let me let me quote a movie I foreshadowed earlier. Adams been pimping since been pimping, dude. He's always been, and you, Chris, you've been an assistant pimp since, <laughs> dude. His, his, yeah, his numbers have always been really dude, high, dude, but the quality ridiculous. has always been in question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll fuck a 10 and uh, then the next day, fuck a three. Uh, just to say, game. just to say, I got two in 24 hours. You got a 10 and a two. It doesn't matter, I still up. got two. <laughs> to, to be fair, that was more back in the day. Now he's more like, he tries to focus more on quality now because yeah. we gave him so much shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you're right. We're, we yes, molded him into what he is. Because he would brag he's about it. He's molded his, himself, but dude, we've helped along the way. <laughs> we've chipped away a little bit. We chipped away at it. Because he would always brag about, remember, he'd always brag about his numbers. And we'd like, yeah, but dude, you're like, you're fucking, what look are you doing? You're <laughs> dating down so hard. Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't matter. Still got like You're climbing on the ladder. We've discussed You're the this. guy, you built your record off of fucking hoof loofers and took your thumbtacks. So, like, like, anyone could have been undefeated with that record, bro, with those opponents. He has an amateur record, but his pro record's pretty good. It's so funny. I see hoof loofa every day because I named my fantasy football league hoof loofa. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, and you didn't. You waited until now. Oh, my God. Dude. So funny. Oh no one God. gets it. They think it's a football reference. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not, but yeah. I'm not. <laughs> you're all hoof loofers. You think this is a fucking football yeah. reference? Like, oh, you're you mean you're a running back? And I'm like, you're yeah, slipping it in a conversation. Like, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. So we get it. <laughs> you should train people how to use that it's reference. It's grown into three different meanings. <laughs> like some overrated player who sucks. That means a fucking hoof loofer. <laughs> exactly. But then, they'll, then they'll start to understand what it means. Yeah. No, uh, but I want you, I'm waiting to make it seem like it's a professional football term. Like, he's running out of the field. He's at the 10. He's yeah. in the hoof loofing around. Number 15. Oh, He's a touchdown. That's what's funny. He's a cool turkish. Uh, touchdown. He did it. 
I want these people don't know. <laughs> oh and my God! What a tea, so What a taxi driver! Any commentator that could throw something like Rogan needs to start throwing fucking <laughs> phrases. <laughs> throw it out. Where's it? My contract's <laughs> almost up. I'm fucking it up. <laughs> he could use hoop loofah for sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shame story. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Terry Gene Wilder out store, dude. <laughs> Imagination. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's Tony. Like he performs that song amazingly. Though. Yeah, he does. Oh, man. You know, okay, anyways, the man. Uh, that was that was a good joke. <laughs> that was a heat. Sorry. Good job. And, what? Um, so no, it wasn't me. Admiral wasting like they're like okay. So they got the two uh, the two fat unattractive girls, and one of them wants to bang Adam. And I don't quite... And the other one wants to bang Adam, but there's a nice <laughs> <laughs> The other one, like, I she used to be good looking, and we fooled around a long time ago, like a couple of years before that. And so there was still a thing there. I was like, I, I think okay. I kind of remember this. It might be like a memory I made up in my head. Might have been a different thing. I don't know. But I, I kind of remember, like, leaning against the counter, me and Adam wasted. I'm like, hey, Adam... I think I'm gonna do some things. To that <laughs> He's like, "Are you serious, dude? Are you really gonna fuck that chick?" And I was like, "I'll, I'll I might fucking do it, man." But I you should have said it. You, you don't have to even talk at him. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna fucking do it." <laughs> like, like you're wasted. literally you can't sitting really there regretting it as you're doing it. You're like, "I'm gonna do it. I don't want to do it, but I have to do it." <laughs> dude, what am I gonna do? There's like so much cum buildings. It's been two hours since I jerked off. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, like, I feel like that encouraged Adam to fuck the other girl. But what's funny is there was, like, two couches in, like, an L shape, like, with a corner table as, like, a Wait, little... like, you guys fucked them in the same room at the same time? Yep, in the living room. Wow. We've done... This is the thing that happens. That's gangster. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, our heads, like, were on, like, the... No. Perfect, like, that were next, like, kind of... No, like, you literally look up and you see Adam's eyes? I could. No, you guys gotta go ass to ass. You know what else we did? <laughs> oh, Check it out. I don't know how. I, like, like my memory, it's all fucked because we're so fucked up. I remember like we're on the fucking couch okay. and like shit. Like I don't know. If, I don't know if I threw myself at her and like it just happened. I don't remember how it happened. But it happened. But it fucking happened. Okay. And next year, like she's on top of me and we're making out and all this stuff. And then like dicks are getting whipped out and like she's like grinding on me or trying to grind on me. Didn't feel that good. It's um, <laughs> wearing a condom, so you know we're protected. You get grind, and then like Adam with his Adam ass laugh, just <laughs> oh no! And I look over, and we're like, he's like high five, bro, and then we high five <laughs> while we're on the couch. <laughs> CGB, you are That's not, not a TV game, man. It is in Chris's book. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is all that matters. Oh well, Chris has a dumb ass book. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's not a Chris's playbook, homeboy. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you cut right, and then you cut left, and you CGB, and then you make it to the house. <laughs> it's still a playbook, okay? Yeah, you're saying? Like, here's the thing. I was so, you're like, saying? I was so, like, like I wanted to come, but I wasn't happy about anything that was happening. <laughs> Especially looking at Adam in the eyes as you're fighting. I mean, fighting. I wasn't looking you're at Adam. I wasn't looking at Adam. You're a liar. There was Both a of us are gay. There was Both a mirror of stories. Adam caught, him, <laughs> caught himself in the mirror, and he felt super ashamed, so he knew he wasn't going to come. That's exactly no, like, what No, there's the thing, though. Like, like I said, we're in the L shape, so... So, like, I have to, like, really fucking, like, twist my head around to see him. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. But we still... What? You fucked in a pork chop. I've done L-shaped couches before, and if you're both at the head of the couch, it's really easy to, you know, glance right. Because you're a triangle. Now you're fucking on a triangle. You're not fucking on an L-shape. If you're both ends, 
you're you're Illuminati. You know, might as that's, well. You might have. And then you, you got the coffee table that completes the, the triangle. Adam believes oh, in that, creates a, that creates a square. Okay, Chris. Adam, <laughs> but I don't think you did. But I don't think. With the real no, no, meaning of the story. Over here, no, you know, you the no, it's like a, you got to pitch it. You pitch it. That's a cue. No, pitch it. Pitch it. Patty, see, sorry. With the real meaning of the story, so it's L shape, right? It's L shape. It could be a V. Or it could be a triangle. What I think it is, is you fucked with Adam on this triangle couch, right? Yeah, no, definitely. This triangle. Now, what happens is you looked at Adam, and you looked into his eyes, and you said, Illuminati. Then Adam, <laughs> after that, realized that the fucking reptilian government was in charge of everything. It was making you two fuck. You two were fucking reptilian women. Now, because they're so fat and gross, they're so fucking disgusting, it's not literally you're fucking reptiles. You, because you're so fucking goddamn magnificent, Abney, you didn't fall for the Illuminati. You didn't fall for the alien's <laughs> ways that you want to do. Adam started looking up at the sky and then he's like, okay, chemtrails. Well, she farted. Then he starts looking she at chemtrails, right? Chemtrails so slowly like, built like, Adney. You're so good. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the Listen, I know what I'm talking about. Then Adney was like, I'm going to do a little bit of drugs, but the drugs aren't going to control me. But Adam, he did a little bit of drugs and it made him fall more in the Illuminati way. So if anything, this moment right here, this moment right now, is the reason Adam believes in aluminum clouds. All right, cool. It's the reason Adam believes in aluminum clouds. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> what the fuck Imagination. just happened? Imagination! Imagination! It's <laughs> funny because it actually made sense. Imagination! <laughs> it makes more sense than what Adam talks about. <laughs> hey, let's go back to the story. So we're both like a, you're wasting so, time now. I already fucking nailed couch it. Couch in L shape. <laughs> both our heads are near the corner of the L shape. Uh, Triangle shape, Maddie. Uh, I've already said this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shape of the Triforce, okay? <laughs> oh damn it! I'm, 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 I'm courage, and he's that. Well, he's not wisdom. <laughs> he's sadness. It's a, it's a, it's a triangle. It's the, it's the inside of the Triforce. It's an empty triangle because he's empty inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called sadness triangle. <laughs> B, you're not a, you're not a Zelda fan or what? That was like some great. Zelda, those, no, those are some great Zelda jokes. I gotta no, say. Those are good. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so banging is not fucking working. I try to like okay, let me get on top. I try to bang. That is not working. Nothing is fucking work. Like it doesn't even feel good. Like it doesn't feel like I'm even a, coming close yet. And it's like taking forever, so like I fucking like take off the condom, I let her she starts blowing me, and I'm just like sitting there like trying to enjoy it, but it's not fucking working, dude. And it gets to the point where I'm like, I'm like, I, I can't, it's not it's not working either. And she's tired. She's like, I'm fucking tired, like I don't want anyone I give up. Like I don't want to do this anymore. Yo, of course you do, you fatty! I was like, no, I'm like, no, you need to do fucking No, you weren't you weren't my fatty girl, because when I get fatty girls, they finish the job. Well, she wasn't dedicated. <laughs> I wanted to say so much. I, I do. I rot her out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she's like, oh, and the shirt's just jerking me off, and she's trying to like jerk me off, and like once again, like it's not enough. And then like I was like, fucking spit in your hand, like fucking put it in an effort. But I remember we're fucking fifteen. Like this bitch doesn't know what she's doing. Um, she keeps trying, and then I end up having to spit in her hand for her. Like, I just fucking spit oh. in her hand. It's just like, Money, bro! That's awesome! <laughs> That's awesome! She's so stoked on it. That's your awesome. Give me your, give me your fucking hand, huh, you child? Give me your hand. <laughs> oh, that's why you get it. Oh, yeah, because you like to be aggressive, because you're fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing weird with aggression. Why would Jim Norton? <laughs> Whoa, I didn't, I'm not suffocating her with my butthole. Yet! How am I Jim Norton? Yet! 
He was talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Stevie. Anyways, yeah, 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 whatever. I started like I was like sitting there and like I started just fucking trying to imagine like any other girl I've ever had sex with, and like I was getting fun and it was starting to oh, it's starting to work a little bit, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was getting money right now. It was money. I was starting to look, was was get, get, what's up, Kate? Was, was she in there yet? No. <laughs> you think she was in there yet? Yeah, like nine years before I knew she existed. Totally. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you recently found her. Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, uh, so like it started to work and then like I was like and then it's like but it was like once again she was like her arm was getting fucking tired and like blah blah and like it was fucking drying up and I was like you know what fuck this going back to the fucking to the fucking go back to the well go back to the fucking yeah let me <laughs> get some water fucking, let me get some water fucking. out of there girl what you doing how, how, how you doing how you fucking quotes how you doing there's a thing is like I had like a, and I had a few condoms in my pocket. Uh, fucking, oh, cute. <laughs> yeah, because Adney comes a lot. We know this. Like, no, sorry, Adney lasts long. Whatever. But he wears the most condoms. He doesn't. He doesn't stop at once. Like, I wear the most he's condoms. Like, oh, you, oh, you brought one pack. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> it's a Costco twelve pack. Oh, oh you got three. You better go back. Oh, you got three. You better go back to Costco. Yeah. Get some samples and a couple more condoms. Sorry. You need at least that tenner, dude. At least that tenner. You want to put some work in. So you want to make a memory. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I got, like, I got, and I started going at it, and like, I, so um, I was like, you know what? I got the girl, and I was actually picturing, um, she was actually uh, a girl I lost my virginity to. I was picturing her. Oh wow! Because this was only a year after I, I first lost my virginity, right? So oh, around that, that makes time. a lot more sense that somebody that you actually had sex with is going to get you off more than like. Yeah, porn I, I can't star like I cannot I can't, like whenever I try to imagine porn, it just does not do it for me because it's just this thing that like that doesn't that's not a Still, person. Still, like I've never even seen it in real life. I never touched it. it doesn't yeah, mean it's much easier, to me. Yeah, you're, yeah. So right now it's like, a triple medium because it's like okay, what if it's back real page. life? This is somebody else that's not. That in was real the life, difference. I couldn't. I not not to back page because they're not even really naked. You know what I mean. I'm like it back page, be a real back page it's kind of sexy I mean, I, because yeah, these are you. people you could actually fuck but still it's not enough like no, it's, think, it's different that's fine like that's I feel like wa- like watching a por- like an actual porn like some fucking crazy kinky shit is on the same level as getting a nude from a girl you know wants to fuck you for right. me for that's me fair. personally just yeah, me no, personally that's fair. And uh, so now I'm picturing this girl that like I had sex with a fucking hundred fucking times I know every like every inch of her body I'm picturing that and um and she's like a little bit of a thicker girl, so it's a little easier to imagine because, like, you know, in that situation. You're just thinking the wrong way right now. You mean fat. She's a fat no, girl. No, no, no. <laughs> the girl that I was with at that moment is fat, but I was picturing the girl that I was with who was thick. Okay. That's a little bit closer than the Correction. last. The girl Correction. I had sex okay. with right before the fat girl was skinny. You can't, that's just, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, too much of a leap. Fair. So I'm like picturing her, cause and then like and like the girl that the fat girl did have a big butt, and the girl I lost my dream to had a really nice ass. So I was like trying to picture that, and so I'm hitting from behind, eyes just fucking tight as hell, <laughs> just like why is your eye closed? Shut the He's fuck up! Shut up! Shut up! Grabbing like scrambling her fucking like I'm just like going at it, just like picturing the times that I fucked. <laughs> what he was doing right now was he was motioning to her <laughs> fat. Like what? That's not what I was doing. No, I was you were that. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it could have been both. He was grabbing both. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and like I just like I was like, and then he, you, you do the jackrabbit move. Oh yeah. Where he's like, like that hard, and then I finally came. That's how I have sex Sometimes every that's how you have to do it. But it was such. A, I do that every time I fuck. Really? It was such yeah, jackrabbit, bro. You it never like casually came. <laughs> you know, you, you forcibly come every time. It's Seriously. never like a, a relaxed. Oh, 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 o
Here, here it comes. Eh, eh, uh, eh, eh, just came. Almost. Uh, almost. Uh, <laughs> there we are. It's <laughs> not a thing for me, homeboy. <laughs> no. I just I've done it. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. A relaxed fuck? A relaxed blowjob? Something like that? Uh, sorry, this, sorry, this sorry, 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 continue. Well, I start choking myself when they're blowing me, so that's, <laughs> that's the He's... guy I am. <laughs> that's how I do it. That's how I do it. I literally bleed out all my air, and while they're blowing me, so I'm a bald Oh, here's the thing about, like, yeah, cause you're, oh and you're supposed God. to do the sides. The sides of the neck is you better. Notice, no, you know, you'll hurt your esophagus. You don't want to do that. Yeah, you can, and that cuts off too much air. It's just doing the throat. If you do the sides, it's more of oh, the I blood vessels. It. I got it. And that's the lightheadedness that makes it more intense. So you want to do the sides, ladies and gentlemen. So I do that. So when you're choking someone... If you're choking someone or you're getting choked, make sure it's the sides of your neck more than the middle. Anyways, back to the thing. Great, uh, great bone. So, and finally, Jack, I'm like, and then finally came, but it wasn't like a fucking, yeah, like, like <laughs> when you said when you had the escort and you were all, victory. <laughs> so, okay, picture that. Okay, picture that. Time's okay, kidding. now picture the opposite of that. <laughs> it was this really sad, <laughs> just sort of, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those are the exactly. worst. It was so like anticlimactic, but it was like a, uh, it was just enough to be like, got out of the fucking way. It's like when you have like the worst. <laughs> Abby like, did a, It was a chore for Abby. It was a chore. Like it when you were young. Hold on. Like your nose really badly itches, but you're holding shit and you can't scratch it, and you finally <laughs> oh. Okay, that's done. That's done. <laughs> and that's what it felt like. But I finally got it done, and I was able to pass out wasted. But uh, that's my story. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so my story. Uh, so Adney is a body shameless because he can't get off to fat girls. When I, I couldn't it, I get did, off to I that mean, fat girl, like three other weeks. It ago, was that I fat girl I couldn't get off to. I mean, three months ago I fucked up right there. <laughs> my story involves. My story involves a Jola Rosa, a Brian fucking. Uh, oh, you just like name drop. Devore. Brian Devore. Brian Devore. Cody Glisson. <laughs> It speaking of Cody, oh, we just hung out with Cody. Yeah, Wilson. we just well speaking of Joel Rosa too. We just hung out with. Joel. Shout out to Brody. Happy, actually, we should shout out to Brody. Happy birthday, man. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we were occupied by our dude that's literally in Kuwait right now. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, shout Brody out to Brody. Wasn't giving a shit. <laughs> uh, Brody doesn't listen. He's not a listener. Neither is Joel. Really. Well, then fuck both of them. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to them. So. Um, with the thing in the same weekend, our friend Shauna Jessica like won some bodybuilding competitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys got some friends that are doing things right on. Yeah, nice. You surround so, yourself with good people, you do good things. So I was with this. Um, we all went to this trailer park, hanging out with this girl Ashley that we used to know skater Ashley. Remember that back in the day, 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 day. Like Walmart. You were a skater boy. Back she said, "See you Ashley, later, boy." Blonder, Ashley, little skater girl. You weren't good enough we were, for like, her. In third grade, fourth grade, in my mom and dad's old apartments where we met Kenny Vincent. I remember Vincent, of course. You don't remember Blonde Ashley, the skater no. girl? No. Oh, dude. Are you sure her name was... wasn't Avril? No, it was Ashley. Okay. I fucking hate you. <laughs> how, what the fuck is... How, how dare you? Fuck you! Can't Suck it! Look, I'm in Canada and shit. So, um, I, we all went to hang out in these apartments, and we hung out with this girl, Ashley, that Adney and I... I'm disappointed Adney in you. doesn't remember, but we, we've known since forever. What do you and, mean? Uh, I was dating a girl at the time um, that... Ended up dating one of my friends later on, but so I was dating this girl at the time, and she was at her living in her mom's trailer in the back of her mom's house. They were just (laughs) staying in this little trailer, this little like fucking. It wasn't just a trailer; it was like a really nice fucking trailer. Double wide, double wide. Well, her parents were rich; they they built hot rods and stuff. She's not a bad looking girl at all. She she was very pretty. She still is very pretty, Um, and. 
I was with her at the time, but she's younger than me, obviously, and we were like, fuck it, we're going to go to the strip club. So we go to the strip club, we get wasted in the fucking parking lot like of you always you do. do at the strip club. You have I, to. You don't need to do it in the parking lot. It's too conspicuous. The smarter thing to do is like at least down the street or go to the mechanic shop that we were at all the time behind the strip club. Yeah, which is right there. Right? <laughs> exactly. Smart. So I mean, That's get, a personal experience, I know. but <laughs> We get Fair. fucking still valid. Hammer drunk, which so sad is still sh- Shout out to Showgirls, which, which shut down. Kind of sad. R.I.P. That's what we for started. R.I.P. 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 for that V.I.P. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dude, that's so good. Yeah, my 18th birthday there is amazing. I have my graduation, my culinary graduation there. <laughs> I, mean, I, I have a high school graduation there. <laughs> <laughs> my culinary graduation before I moved to Annie and I went there and celebrated. It was great. It was just Annie and I fucking get On bit, all bitches. kinds of drugs, too. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> so we we all, Joel's like, come on, let's go. There. I was like, no, my girl's at home. You know, she can't come out. And Joel's like, you better, you better shut the fuck up, and you better fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's so like, fucking that's Joel. Joel. It's like, so funny. Like one time, I didn't want to do coke, and Joel's like, you better put this straw in your fucking nose right now. I swear to fucking God, I'll shove it in there myself. <laughs> like Joel is that guy. Uncross your fucking arms. <laughs> oh my God, that's a shroom story. I don't. <laughs> I didn't want to get into it with Joel. We end up going to the fucking show club and I get danced on by this one chick. She's so fucking amazing. I still fucking remember too. She's mm. wearing these fucking like blue. She wasn't even wearing like, you know, some girls would come out wearing underwear. She's actually in like Daisy Duke fucking shorts. She has her fucking tits out and it was awesome. Super fucking hot. Mm. And I get a dance from her. Okay. On like the side rims and she does the whole pterodactyl or the whole dinosaur thing. <laughs> no, no, no. You're talking the about the T-Rex. T-Rex. The T-Rex. You're talking she about the T-Rex. the T-Rex. Start get it right. It's the, called the she T-Rex. She does the T-Rex on my crotch, okay? What are you talking about? Explain exactly. the T-Rex is. No, let me so, explain like, no hands, just bobbing, I imagine? No, no, no. There's a thing that I'm we trying created. to guess. That's all. I'm just There's a thing we created because Strippers probably call it something else, okay? They probably just call it the normal night at the club. But <laughs> what, what we call it is the T-Rex. It's special for us. When she T-Rex us, we're like, dude, she T-Rex me. She T-Rex you? Oh, she T-Rex you. What? It's, 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 when, it's, when they put, it's when they put both their hands on your legs. They do yeah. like this though. Like they do like, this. Like, 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 okay, so like they're like, cause like, okay, you're sitting down right. and they spread your legs and their knees are kind of touching their body and their hands are just t- resting on oh, your thighs, right? Oh, so like they're man. doing little T-Rex arms and yeah. then they do is they kind of lower their head and then with the top yeah, of their yeah, head, they do like this weird bob, like this, like a fish movement of it's going fair. left to right in this like really fluid motion and they got little T-Rex arms while they're no, doing it. And they're rubbing it on your dick and it looks like a T-Rex. It's fair. They rub Who the fuck came up with that? Our boy Aaron Close. Aaron Close did. Aaron fucking Close. I thought we did. No, good for Aaron Close. Right on. Aaron Close. Another genius of mine. Look at him there. He's a diamond in the rough. No, Aaron is a genius. Comedic genius. He's hilarious. Dude, he was. We'll bring him on once we do our skits. Anyways, continue. God damn, Aaron. Hold on. Aaron was the funniest guy. Remember, like. Remember the videos we used to make? Just like, that was our first skits. Really? Like, You're going to go on member berries right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole time. That's a whole section. We'll call it member berries. The Kool-Aid bit. The Kool-Aid bit, though. Go, yeah, we know the Kool-Aid bit. Don't do the Kool-Aid bit Don't right do now. Don't do any bit. I'm going to get... Don't do any... Right, I'm going right. to... We're going to kill you. Right. Plow through. So... <laughs> <laughs> was that a horse reference again? <laughs> Maybe. A farm reference? Speaking I, had to, I had to bring it back. Speaking of plows and troughs, <laughs> so there was a stripper. So she started, she started T-Rexing my crops, right? And I'm like, fucking sweet, she's T-Rexing it up. You know? <laughs> she, 
So T Rex was like a, a thing for you. Guys. Oh yeah, it was. It was <laughs> you guys were stoked when they were T Rex. Yes. All that. <laughs> it was mostly because it was a funny thing to say. It wasn't the best feeling. She's T Rexin, bro. She's T Rexin. The That's best why. feeling thing is when your dick was going down your the pant of your like the, you know the leg of your pants. The, right? No, the dick line, the Bowie dick line. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah the Bowie. You, you, had, you had your Bowie, but line, it wasn't and, Bowie. I mean, Bowie's they, Bowie. They, you they, can't be Bowie. Then they found it, and then they would grind on it, like yeah. just fucking with their fucking ass and their fucking pussy, and they just like grind on it, like jerking you off like that. T Rex with their body like that that was like well, the that, best that was move. more even better way better than no, especially, way if, better you're, than the especially if you're prepared and you're wearing the right pants mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no dude I no undies no that's why we only wear you did that wait hold on wait this is a good question and it fits in a, you guys went into the strip club sweatpants 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 and no undies yep you did that yeah you did that too because Not with sweatpants. Sweatpants sometimes are too thick. No, uh, no, no, no. We went in. No, no, no. We didn't. No, no. We went in. Was, <laughs> Abby would wear plastic bags. <laughs> so Abby, Abby, Abby sewed together. Abby <laughs> sewed together these plastic <laughs> sweatpants. I have a technique to everything I do, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, so Batman. He going was to the Batman at fourteen. <laughs> Crazy. I was going to the two clubs at fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> you were. You have the beard, you have the hair, make sense. You're dark and you must continue. Oh, is this discrimination? Yeah! Yeah! Race card! <laughs> he's, he's got a couple of them. He's a lot of throwing really? You're not going to let me in? The door storyline! <laughs> All right, come on in. Nice, nice trash bag pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, God. yeah, fucking the girl's just grinding on me, right? She's doing the T-Rex thing. She's just fucking grinding on my dick. And I'm like, fuck, I just keep throwing my money at her. Throw my money at her. Throw my money at her. Finally, the strip comes in. They want to leave. And I'm like, oh, it's going over. Should I give you my number? <laughs> give my number? That's how this works, right? I'm a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, give a stripper your number, bro. You got it. I'm a kid. I try to give him my number. Try to get a number. She's like, no, not about it. And I'm like, I didn't realize that I'm a wallet to her. I didn't realize that when I was younger. You always think the girls are interested. And that's why it's easier for 18-year-olds. That's why the strip clubs in California are 18 or over. Because they trick these They're young dumber. guys. It's easy, yeah, it's easier You're not allowed to have guys. booze in the 18 ones, though. Like, That's how it was in Vegas. Yeah. They're, they're, they have two different ones. Yeah, they do. Exactly. 18 and up, there's no booze, and it's completely naked. And there's no f- but the ones that are 21 and up, there is booze, but they hide their vaginas. Yep. So it's and, a but, but, but I went to the ones at 18 and over in Vegas, and she was like, $30 for a lap dance. And she's like, $40 to touch. And I look over at Kenny, and I'm like, oh, my God, you hear that? Do you have 40 bucks on you? <laughs> <laughs> I figured a stripper at the strip club. I was 19, my first year moving here. It was my first week moving here, actually. Wait, hold on. Are you really trying to peacock right now? Because I literally took home a stripper, and then she wanted to date me after that. No. Nice. So bring it, bro. But then she also wanted Adam to keep being a stripper. I was like, so you want to date me? Well, you want to be my, You want me to be your boyfriend, but you want to keep stripping? She's like, yeah, nigga, because she was black, and she called me nigga a lot. I think we mentioned her cousin earlier. We did. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Plow through. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Plow through. Because it's a stripper. Get it? Hey, dudes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck did you say? I love this episode of Chris. This is my favorite Chris episode this is ever. Prime. This, this is, is Prime Christmas. This, this, is, prime. this is my favorite. He Top made the game. two best jokes last week, and now he's killing it. Now he's making everyone hey, look bad. He came in on two days' notice, and he made weight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my a, god. Okay, come on. Oh, Get it over with. Shh. 
<laughs> fucking but, just hey, stupid so fucking story. This girl, okay, she, she grinds on me. I'm like, hey, give me, we'll give you some money. And she was like, <laughs> and she was like, I don't want your money. Oh, she wanted my money, but she didn't want me. And that was upsetting because I thought I was a wallet. You know what I mean? I thought like I came with the money, but it didn't happen. So. I was like, all right, I gotta go over to my ex or my, to my girlfriend's house at the time, and I went over to her. I wake her up. I'm like, we need to fuck. And she was like, all right. So I, the lights are all off. And I'm in the trailer, and I start fucking her. I'm like, you wanted my money, huh? You yeah. 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 Revenge fuck on That's someone so who wasn't even the fucking. Uh, you're such a piece of shit. You ain't you. Oh, you ain't yeah. no. You rage fucked your girlfriend <laughs> thinking about a stripper that you You're went so to much without worse her knowledge. You're so much worse than us. And now you're gonna hang for the other <laughs> podcast. You can find me. I'm fucking your girlfriend. And, <laughs> and your strippers. Because they're all on back page. Oh they're all on back page. You think your girlfriend's loyal? No, we found her on back page. <laughs> I guarantee you, dude. They're all I got a link for you, bro. I got a link. Except oh, for man. except for Jack and Reed, the only ones that are <laughs> no, that was that was bad, but, uh, <laughs> oh, you, you can seriously funny. find us all on uh, any, al- <laughs> any alcoholic <laughs> ass platform. Right, guys? You can find us all. Just <laughs> make sure you search the alcoholic cast. That's Please. The alcoholic cast. Not just alcoholic cast. You have to search the alcoholic cast. And sometimes there's a fucking hyphen. Sometimes there's not. It's so, up to you to guess. It's it's within like the social media. Certain <laughs> ones are like, yeah, we accept hyphens, bro. Like, <laughs> you don't come to and then the other one's like, fuck your hyphen, bro. We, we don't the, do hyphens. We We're hyphen. super pro hyphens over here. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Oh, that's so fucking funny. And you can find me on, uh... You hyphenated your name, bro? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at the last It's very progressive. Bio. It's very progressive. Find me on Facebook at CDR Spurgazy. You can find me, you can find Adney and Chris here being fucking so pro hyphen. Super I am pro-hyphen. not pro hyphen. I'm pro hyphen. You're not oh, pro hyphen? Whoa, Adney, are you kidding me? It's 2016. I'm pro hyphen. <laughs> you know, I think it's pretty sweet you did with the hyphens, bro. I think I'm just gonna say that. It's pretty sweet with you, bro. Pretty sweet. Damn. Damn, that means if you're not pro hyphen, you're not pro cane. Pro cocaine, right? Pro cocaine, man. <laughs> you're not pro cocaine, Andy.